Okay. Come on, jazz hands, baby face P. Let's see those jazz hands. There they go. Look at you, Rockin. You actually found a Hank Strange patch from somewhere. <laughs> well, how did that happen? <laughs> it's been sitting in a desk drawer somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> Land of the lost. Land Pretty of the much. lost. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 301, babyface, 301. Of the Who Move My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville, Florida's to be exact. The Florida's, you know, Florida's like a whole other country. So we got three countries inside a country. You know, yes. South, middle, and North Florida. Yeah, we have the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mexico, know. Cuba, and the Caribbean down <laughs> south. Middle Florida yeah. is just like regular old people. And then North Florida is like deep south. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So welcome back to the show, guys. We're here. It's Monday, so it's free for all Monday, um, which means and it's me and just me and you, baby face. P. Yup. Just me and you and the people out there. The people, you know, <laughs> they're coming in right now. They're coming in. It's like free for all Monday brought to you. Look, Gun Prime right there. I think Lola threw up a deal for us somewhere that I'll look up. And uh, let you guys know about here. Let me see. I'll pull that up while we're doing all of this. Uh, how was your weekend, man? Uh, not too bad. Uh, yeah, it really went bad. A lot of driving uh, going down to that thing on Saturday. But beyond that, yeah. one too bad. Yeah, actually, yeah, I saw you this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> not, a, not a terrible week. <laughs> huh? I had worse weekends, so. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You were hanging out with the folks? For a little bit, and then, yeah, I came home Sunday. Marley was sleeping. She had to work a night shift on Saturday night, and, God, working a night shift, and then Sunday is basically a, just a zero pro- productivity day afterwards for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. terrible days. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get much done on Sunday either after doing everything that we did mm-hmm. on Saturday, to be honest with you. Um, just based on the fact that I think we, we got up early, you know, got ready, left, didn't eat anything, went out to the parade. I think when we got to Walter's place, I did like a, a glass of orange juice and a donut. Oh, God. And then, you know, we were doing the parade and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so I obviously, you know, Walter, you know, he feeds people well. <laughs> so we eventually got food. But by that time, like I'm the kind of person if I don't eat consistently. Start feeling gross. That's me at I, least. Yeah, I get a headache. Mm-hmm. And then I get grumpy, mm-hmm. you know, and that grumpiness doesn't go away for at least 48 hours. <laughs> it's a hangry is what it's called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, but it was fun. I had fun doing the parade. Um, I know you weren't able to come to that, but it was cool. I'll probably throw up a little bit of video or something like that. I know Walter and the rest of the folks uh, in the family were throwing up things on social medias for anyone who wants to know out there. So um, let's see. Trying to look through here. You know what? I'm going to go through and just shout out people real quick while we have some time. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if there's are there, are there any big things going on with you that you want to talk about today? Hmm. Not really. I did make finally over the weekend. Oh, I made a change to the gun that we can talk about. Notice okay, the optic cool. is no longer on a side mount. Okay. All right. You so you rem, your, your side mount is you're not using it on that gun now. Now not using a side mount for now. 
And without the side mount, you can keep the optic and it closes sideways. So exactly. Okay. Closes. And then did you get a new dust cover thing for that? No, yeah, so yeah, we'll talk about it when you get into it, but I got okay. I got a new mounting option. So we'll I'll bring it back up. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Um, I'm just I'm getting texts from uh, Richard Hughes. I guess Richard is in Best Buy and he can't watch us, so he's complaining. <laughs> they him to go us from in Best Buy. Oh, I was gonna say if he's if he can, just go grab one of their MacBooks and start watching. Yeah, I think they I think they blocked us over there. So <laughs> shout out to Richard Hughes. Um, uh, Disciple wants to know if it's Brony time. It's Brony time. I don't have any of the Brony stuff with me. It's all at the house. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> um for now that's where it is right now so let's see i'm gonna i'm gonna run through this real quick and just shout out everyone i see soul cal gunner in here lewis 1911 uh christopher williams christopher williams vanessa kitty also wolf wind prepper um and wolf wind pepper says hank i figured out a way to make sten guns run halfway reliable uh bearing grease just slather the bolt in it <laughs> talk to walter he's the sten gun master yeah i didn't really know that the sten guns had huge problems like that i mean we don't really Ours, the ones that we've shot have been great other than magazine walter, no, oh. well, no, well the 50 round mags are not perfect but walter's uh the little tiny sideways one that he built he forgot to put the extractor in so mm -hmm. that's why it was like all funky but yeah. the regular sten that he has just a regular plain jane sten that thing runs like a champ yeah, I mean, it's, only, it's like a clock. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen problems with like some magazines, I think, have problems. And then mm -hmm. I think we've seen some ammo or something like that. Um, but yeah, there's yeah. such simple machines. There's not much that can go wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could basically you could be you could slap one of those together in the prison uh, tool shop. You know, totally. Yeah. <laughs> shop or whatever the heck they have nowadays. <laughs> so, OK, so we got that. Let's see who else we got. Archangels here as well. Um, uh, Vanessa Kitty says some Patreon accounts being shut down by Patreon. Yep. That's true. That's true. Um, if they decide to take away the ball and kick you out of their, their playground, it's not a whole lot you can do about it. Nope. <clears throat> so, you know, unfortunately I know that there's people switching over to different accounts and things like that, or different uh, platforms popping up for that. We'll probably... Um, get into some of that as well. But, you know, this is kind of one of the things that we have to deal with. We are definitely in a taboo category. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because there's nothing taboo about what we believe in at but, all. Like not even a little. Not, yeah. So we're not extremists. We're not. There's there's really no reason for any of this. But. Yeah. I'm just popping the cap on this. Uh, Le, Le Croix? Le Croix. Uh, Le Croix. Ugh. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, have you like had those salsa? before? Yeah, it's like salsa water. It's yeah, really. it's salsa water with a, with no flavor, but it, like a, a whiff. It's like they, they run a cherry over the top of it, and that's all you get. Yeah, zero calorie. Yeah, there's no yeah. sugar, no yeah. nothing in it. Yeah. You know what I did find? <clears throat> and this is, this is totally anti-La Croix, but um, back when I was working at Groove Shark, we had those bottles of simple syrup that you would buy, which is basically just sugar water. It's a sugar syrup. You take one of those LaCroix, you put a couple pumps of that simple syrup in and mix it up. Man, is it good. 
It was the one. I don't, add, I don't add the sugar. Called. Add the sugar back to it, and it's fantastic. You might as well put some. Uh, you might as well put some Kool Aid in there. I know. Oh, it's so good though. Yeah, that defeats. I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying that defeats the whole purpose. Just have a oh. soda then. You know. Okay. Oh man, so, it was good though. Yeah. Apparently, I'm getting way off my diet, so I gotta, you know. You gotta go back to Lacroix. Yeah, Ugh. get back on the cart. So uh, let's see. Robert Speckler says, um, uh, just saw something on Instagram about Safety Harbor Firearms having Galil parts kits. Anyone know anything? Yeah, he he has for himself. He's not selling them. Yeah. (laughs) Walter, I think, has two of them that he's considering putting together. Um, He is not selling a parts kit. Yeah. Walter is basically just showing off his awesomeness to you. Pretty much. He's flexing. He's flexing on him. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice, though, if they did some Galil parts kits. <laughs> the problem, yeah. the Galil parts kits are great. The problem is the receivers are expensive. You want to buy a receiver to build on. The parts kit's like 350 bucks, which is cheap. The receiver is like $600, just the milled receiver. So, mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> that's my yeah. issue. That's why I've never built one. I would love to own one, but mm-hmm. too expensive. Okay, okay. I see Rob Avis here, Ridge Runner. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Greg ninety eight K, Jason Scherer, Psycho three sixteen as well. Rondal Stewart, uh, Pistol Packing Mama, Corey Williams is here. Uh, Rabbit zero three one seven. Let's see who else we got. Tasman sixty nine fifty five. Moobot says Happy Monday for Moobot. Uh, Chris Bullis says Help me. I do declare it's free for all. Yep, it's free for all. And if you guys have questions, baby, fa- I think we've done this before, right, Patrick? Where we just answer questions from people? Yeah, if there's if there's any questions, I'll answer anything. Yes, we'll answer anything. Be, beware, I'm very opinionated. And I will yeah. tell you what I think about a gun. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're talking about guns. I was hoping people will ask you questions of like a sexual nature. Personal life? Yeah, I'll tell you anything. You want to know? I'll put it out there on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's too, um, I think it's too late at this point. Man. No, no shame in my game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's too late at this point. So Ooh, let's I did. So I, I, this reminded me. I did want to talk about the 10-round magazine limit in New mm-hmm. Jersey. But we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, um, yeah, that came across my thing. Do you, mm-hmm. you have articles on mm-hmm. that one? There's one on the truth about guns, but somebody, and I'm sorry, I forgot who it was, posted something about it on Facebook over the weekend. <clears throat> and the Twitter, the, do you want to get into it now or do you want to finish the? Um, yeah, let's <laughs> let's finish the thing and then okay. definitely get into it. Because I have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, if you got a lot, we can get into it. Uh, Disciples here, RTS guy, John O'Neill, Richard Rasnick says, hey, from Tennessee. Let's see who else we've got. We've got <laughs> Ray, Ray Bazzolo wants credit card number and pin, please. <laughs> <laughs> what about the three digits on the back? Don't that, isn't that what you need? <laughs> yeah. It's all zeros. Everything's zero. We have you, when you're in the Illuminati, you're 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 um you're I have black. a secret. Yep. Yeah. I have a secret that card, card just has zero 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 zero. Just zero, hand zero. it over and they wink at you and then <laughs> hand it on back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, let's see. Big Dick Willie's here as well. Rodney Brady. Um, CB also here. James Lawson. I can't remember if I said that or not. David Cardinal. Um, James Miller. Special K. Michael Bender. Tyler Fulton says hello to everyone. Peter Machuco says what's up to me. Um, uh, Moobot says got my box of goodies yesterday. Thank you. So that's Ooh. awesome. People have been getting things, by the way, Patrick. Good. 
you know, we give away things to the people, the people get the things and uh, some of the people share. Let's see if I could throw that up. That's someone sending a box of goodies under like a wall Christmas tree. <laughs> and that's um, that's some, like some Tyvin cups in there and Tyvin hats and stuff like that. So that's cool. And I've been getting pictures and people have been posting things of other stuff. Someone I think someone did a video over the weekend, but it was really crazy for me over the weekend. So um if whoever did that video, let me know. Maybe we can get people to go check it out while we're on here. I don't know if it was, was it Psycho 316. I don't know. Someone let me know here in the chat. Yeah. If you see whoever it was, Patrick, let me know. Um, let's see. Clyde Woods also here. Uh, Rafael Morales here as well. Uh, Simpson Road Larry. Jafari H. And uh, Christian Gress says, where's Walter? Walter is on a very important date. With the misses, <laughs> they're actually they're doing something that I would love to, and I don't think Marley will accompany on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going out on a date to see the World War One movie, um, oh. uh, the one that Peter Jackson, the recolored thing from yeah, World recolored. War One footage. Okay. Yeah, and That's it looks really awesome, and I want to see it, but yeah. I don't think Barley will go with me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, Walter, Walter would find that romantic, but also so would Peggy. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're a perfect couple. <laughs> Marley will not go see that with me, so yeah. I'll have to catch it by myself. Yeah. It's awesome when you're, I mean, you know, it's awesome when your wife is into this stuff. Uh, Marley is into guns and things like that, but she's not mm-hmm. really up on the World War Ones, right? Mm-hmm. She's not ready for all <laughs> Charles Grab wants to know best night sights for the Glock 17. If you have the money, what, what comes on it? Night sights. They're asking what the best night sights are aftermarket. Oh, aftermarket. For Glock 17. Uh-huh. If you have the money, Trigicons are awesome. They're just way too expensive. The nice thing about Trigicon, though, is they, they I'm not going to say they warranty them, but they will service them for the life of the firearm. So I bought a SIG P220 a while ago took the night sights off because they were dim, sent them back to Trigicon, and for 35 bucks, they relamped the night sights for me and sent them back to me, ready to go, brand new. Um, so that's that's a nice feature because night sights only last like t- seven to 10 years. Um, on the cheap, though, if uh, uh, Night Fusion I've used are good and Meprolite True Dots or whatever those are, those are really good too. Okay, so what's wrong with what comes with it? Is it because it's plastic? Night sights. Or no, you need night so you can see them in the dark. Mm. You need some yeah. dark sights. Okay. Do you not have night sights on any of your guns? Not, no, not on what I carry. No. I got. Look at that. I got some night sights right there. Oh, okay. If it doesn't come, <laughs> if it doesn't really come with it, I don't really do all of that. But you don't change any of your sights or anything out. No, for what? If I'm shooting at night and I can't see you, I shouldn't be shooting at you. But you so okay so you got the flashlight and you can see the person but you may not necessarily be able to see your sights so I I see where really? night sights fit in yeah because mm. your flashlight might be ahead of your gun or next to the gun you can't see I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do all that much thinking it's <laughs> just going to aim and pull the trigger yeah pretty much pretty much but I do I get it I understand you know I understand this this is aftermarket and you know people need those things and uh, I like it makes some sights. people feel more comfortable. Is that like the only thing you change on your Glocks or do you change other stuff? Uh, that's pretty much it. I never change the triggers on my Glocks. Okay. I, I, the Glock, you know how you always say that 1911s ruin people's hands? Mm-hmm. My, the Glock has totally formed my hand around it. 
Um, I, the, out of all the guns I own, I think my my Glock. You mean your little baby, your little baby hands. It's, it's the best gun I shoot. Like, this is my hands. This is the hands of a man. This is the hands of baby face right here. This is what it looks like. It's basically, that's, it's basically like a little nub like that. That's why you carry something <laughs> tiny like this. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, my Glock 19 is like, it just fits like a glove now because I've shot so many, probably tens of thousands of rounds through it. Mm-hmm. That I can. I don't need to change the trigger. I, I just, it, it just fits me really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really change too much. I do change stuff. Obviously, you know, I mean, this is what I do make videos about this kind of stuff, but on what I usually care, what I carry on me, I, I don't really the, do. What, check, let's check the pocket dump. What's on your, what's on your gun right now? Anything fancy on my gun? Yeah. Have, is anything been changed on your 43? Let's no, except for the magazine here. I'll take it out. <clears throat> So except for the magazine, uh, which I, you know, there you go. It's clear. Oh, I don't clear everybody my out there. This is, this is not, look, I'm carrying it. It's not clear and I'm not going to no, clear it. I get it. <laughs> I understand. So the magazine has that little, I, I use the little pinky thing on the magazine. Of course, I'm using a, uh, let me get that out too. Boom, oh yeah. Harry's holsters, yeah. baby. You weren't nice. here. Where were you? Where were you when we had baby? Babyface, where were you? I don't know. I was doing something that night. I don't remember what it was. I know you were were doing something sleepy. (laughs) That's what you were doing. Oh, I think I wasn't feeling well that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was sleeping. (laughs) Babyface sleeping it off. He got, he had like a nice burping. Yeah. And I had to, I had to be out for the rest of the night. Yeah. He got his formula. Nice burping. Couldn't get him back up. So anyway, (laughs) Harry's holsters. That's what, oh, look. I'm rocking a lot of red today. I like that okay. red. That like carbon fiber red looks good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, we'll have Harry um, come on a bunch of times for anyone that wants to know. So, okay, so I've got that. And then I always carry the, uh, I always carry a backup magazine. So I guess this really? has. Yeah, I do. Uh, I never do. I I think you about that. don't have that. another magazine on you. I, I don't carry my spare mag. And I, I, I've thought about it. Where, do you have a mag carrier or do you put it in your pocket? Jeez. Um, I wear those crazy tactical jeans. Oh, so you have like a, a little mag yeah. pocket. Yeah, I've got a little mag pocket. A, con- right a condom pocket that you put your magazine in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Well, these jeans, um, I forgot what the hell these jeans, uh, who they're from, but they're expensive. Um, but I don't buy jeans that often anyway. Remember when the whole Levi's thing happened? Oh, cut them out. Yeah. So I got tired of Levi's and, and I switched over um, to is OSS or something like that. So, so I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, so I have this. It has a little extender on it. I carry that in the pocket. And uh, and on the gun itself, it just has regular, let's regular see. plastic the, sights. Yeah, just the regular things on there, which I could see there. It's white. It's, that's, that's you can see that in the dark, pretty sure. Let me see. Can I see it in the dark? Yeah. So I don't, I don't really, you know, if you're really that close to me, so, I'm not going to so miss reason, you. So the reason I don't carry, well, I want to get a mag carrier. I need a, I, mm-hmm. honestly, I just need a. Uh, go to Harry's Holsters and buy myself a mag carry. And I might do that tonight uh, for my belt. But I, I don't want to put more stuff in my pockets because, oh God, pocket dump right Use now. Use the code Hank Strange. Okay, and so we gotta, you can get you can get uh, ten percent off. We have a wallet and a and a pocket knife. I don't know why you need a mag holder though if you put it in your pocket. No, no that's what I'm saying is I don't want to put it in my pocket. Oh, Mustang keychain, flashlight. Uh, Why do you have the Mustang key still on you? Oh, because I, I usually leave it in my pocket. Cell phone. 
multi-tool. And I typically have a small lighter and a small pill, like a little tiny pill bottle with aspirin in it. Um, so my pockets are like really weighed down. So I don't want to put anything else in my pockets. Um, so that's why a mag carrier, I think, would be nice to put one on my left side. Oh, okay. But like back left hip, I could put a mag carrier and put my second okay. mag in. So we still dump in the pockets. I guess we're still, I, Bring should, it out. I should still keep dumping. Oh, you know what? I got my keys on me right here. Oh, so why you got your keys on you, Mr. Hank? <laughs> well, I'm not home. You're home. So, <laughs> we just yeah, went to dinner. We literally just got back from dinner. Oh, okay. We so had I got the keys. Yeah, I got the keys. I usually don't have it around here when I'm doing the show because I might set off the alarm. Chapstick, very important for the uh, brothers. Brothers always have you guys. Cha- you guys chap chapstick. a lot? You know, we um, got to keep the lips. You know, we have extra lippage. <laughs> I gotta keep some moist. <laughs> yeah you know so the amount of chat like you probably only put on something once maybe never because you don't have any lips it's let's what, see <laughs> do you have lips it's what i it's when i go out oh, in the yeah, winter <laughs> when, the, when i go out in the winter wind that's when i'll put on chapstick but beyond that mine are pretty good I don't oh know. no no the chapstick must always <laughs> and these don't last long either <laughs> FYI. The problem, the problem with those, it's not that for me, that's not that they don't last long. It's that I leave them in my pocket and they go through the wash. I leave them in the car and they melt. I like they get lost. I can never keep a tube of chapstick. I've never finished a whole tube of chapstick oh, ever well, in my you know, entire life. So you know me. You know I've got like emergency chapstick. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all the backpacks well, right here. There's another. There's an emergency <laughs> chapstick. Yes, all my backpacks. Everything has like um, extra. If, have you have you actually ever finished off a tube of chapstick? Because I never have. Oh yeah. Oh, I go through those things. I go through. I I, get, I buy them by the bulk. <laughs> I lose them before I will ever finish it. <laughs> um, and the one thing I hate is anyone else using my chapstick. By the way, that's a violation. That's like, that's like making out with them. Of course not. You yeah. don't want. I don't like that. Lola using my chapstick. <laughs> I mean, would you like chew some gum and then give it over to her? No. No, that's weird. This no. is it's a personal thing. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I probably did that stuff when I was a little teenager or whatever. But now but, you're like, I got my yeah. own chapstick. Get your I'm, own. <laughs> yeah, I'm too grown for that nonsense. <laughs> so let's see. Okay, so I got that. I got the uh knife on me. I usually carry one that's not super expensive. So I don't like this is a CRKT. I don't wanna because I will cry losing a very ex- I've, it's happened to me. And it's been a very traumatic experience. Let me see. Oh, of course you're you are uh you're a snob, so I like my microtex. This yeah. is one of those things that ever since I was, I'd say, fifteen, going to like gun shows, you always see these. And I always wanted one. But you know, when you're a fifteen year old, you're like two hundred dollars is impossibly expensive for one for one thing. And finally, it took me. I've only had Microtex for like two years or so now. Oh, okay. So it took me until I was like 26 before I bought one of these. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because I, I think you're like, you've seen, you come across very Ivy League with that Microtex. Oh, man. Because they're so great. Look at <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Hold on. You're going to have to do it again because I don't know if the camera was on you at the time. Ready? Ready? Yep. Boop. <laughs> yep. And these aren't legal everywhere, by the way. Just FYI. Which is for- ridiculous. Oh, no. I, did you know they are legal everywhere if you are disarmed? If you're a paraplegic without an arm or a hand or you have some sort of arm hand deformity, you can carry a switchblade. It's a federal law. Oh, really? 
Yeah, yeah, federal, federal needs law. To tell New York City about that one. Yeah, if you if you have like an arm cut off or a hand cut off or something like that, yeah, and you can't open a, a two handed blade legally, yeah. you're allowed to carry. So I, I just want to ask you this question: um, If you're armless, I'm going to assume you're also handless because I mean, unless you have no arms, it, but you have like you, a little hand come. How the hell? It, do it, you, you tie it off with a string and then you ta- attach it up here so you can just. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. Ooh, Lola says Microtech will be on in January. Yes, because you gotta, met that guy somewhere. I gotta. I can't. I. I don't have his card on me, but um, Microtech makes their. I showed Hank this. Microtech makes their own business cards in house out of bar stock aluminum that they cut, and then they blacken and etch your name into it, and that's their business card. They're really cool ballers ballers yeah, that is straight balling <laughs> so speaking of business card there's my business card holder look at that oh awesome. so you use a uh, what is it, tago lizard or stingray yeah stingray this is the stingray awesomeness here from andrew's custom leather you know and then it's got my business card see there's one boom there's my business card with my number on it by the way there was like some chick in nigeria trying to uh marry me Oh, of course. Did I show you that when you were doing No, that? you didn't actually. <laughs> yeah. When we were hanging out over there at Walter, there was someone like texting me. So I thought it was, you know, a fan or whatever. And He's marry me, Hank Strange. Yeah, there was like, and then, and they coincidentally happened to be in Nigeria. So I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> Send me money so I can come over. Yeah. I think I could believe everything they were telling me. Oh, right? totally. Yeah. Okay. I know about Nigeria because I live there. So not easy to get over on me. Um, in my other pocket, keys. Very. These are my uh, tactical keys. Lots of awesomeness there. Yeah. How many so, How many keys do you carry? Uh, a lot. A lot. The whole Ooh, see, I can't. I can't but, do that. That's too much. And th- there's a light on there, but that doesn't work. You should just. You should just chuck that thing. You have a really good flashlight. <laughs> yeah. I might have to trade a light or something in the apocalypse. Actually, I should just put a battery in that thing. That's my backup light. Look, I have a backup. Uh, I've had this Gerber. Those things are cool. Yeah. I used to, when I first started out, I gave away a bunch of these Gerber multi-tools oh. to people. Oh. So if you're out there and you actually got one of these for me, congratulations to you. I still use it. It's actually, it's pretty useful. Mm-hmm. You've used it before, babyface. Of course. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else I got. Oh, got my, this is my Tegu Lizard wallet right there. Boom. You know, um, Tegu Lizard is found in my native Polynesia, where I have like, I don't know, 5%. Polynesian blood that I just I recently discovered. <laughs> so I got this. I I mean, come on, you know, I got I got uh Sam Andrews to make me a a, a Tegu lizard wallet to commemorate. You know, like me and the Rock, we're from Polynesia. That's why. Have you noticed how much I look like the Rock? Are you <laughs> totally, totally? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, thank you. Just, <laughs> just acknowledge that. Uh, this right here, use all the time. The Olight, uh, what is it? The H1R, I think? No, I have the S1R that I stole. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. You're testing it. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah. Uh, every single day. If you don't carry a flashlight, you need to because you don't realize how often you need it until you have it and then you forget it at Hank's office and go, oh my God, I don't have my flashlight on me. Yeah, very important. <laughs> really, a flashlight is really important. This one I like because I turned the clip upside down and I could put it on like that. And it faces And then outwards. I could just turn the light on and then I'm hands free. So, you know, whatever I got to do, get my hands. Yeah, okay. 
you get the picture. So <laughs> that's pretty much uh, that's what I have in my pockets. That's what I can, I rock around with. Uh, oh, Lola wants to, me to remind everyone since we're talking about Olight, the last day of that sale um, ends tonight at midnight, and there's a link in the description for the Warrior X. Remember? That's the crazy bright one or something. Yeah, yeah. I want to so try that out. I, I thought about that last night. I want to see what a hundred or what twelve hundred or fifteen hundred lumens actually looks like versus, oh. uh, like my my dog walking flashlight is a Surefire six P, but it's only like two hundred lumens. So I'm curious what two hundred lumens compared to like twelve hundred lumens really looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay, if it's like really okay. a big deal. Yeah, I do have a video on that um, that I put up in a bunch of different places. And I think on YouTube slash Hank Strange, I put together the video for me talking with Joe from 13C ab about it here on the show. And then I put up the video at night. And if you're if you're on like um, Instagram or something, I put up a minute long video over at my place because out there is pitch black. Armin yeah. Access wants to know what the model is of the flashlight you just showed off. That's the H1R Nova. I gotta grab some. Yeah, I'll, right I'll show you guys that again. So here it goes. This is the H1R Nova. <laughs> and before I go, Tango Hunter said they should make a flashlight and call it the O light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so clever. Yeah, I'm staying out of that one. But they probably should. They probably should. <laughs> so there you go. And then Babyface stepped away. The other part of my EDC that I always have is a watch. I always have a watch on me, which I have one on right now. And um, this is actually a Hamilton a khaki field day date. There it goes. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's Hamilton. Actually, this is the same watch that um, – what's that new show? Uh, what is it? Jack Ryan? That's what's on uh, – what's that show that's on um, – it's on Amazon Prime. I think it's Jack Ryan or something like that. That's what he rocks right oh, there. Oh, look at that. The Hamilton Day Date. Boom. Hamilton's on tonight. Oh, you have on a Hamilton also. I, I got my Hamilton oh, tonight. Yeah. Pardon me, sir. Do you have some great poupon? <laughs> <laughs> so the other two things I carry is a peanut lighter from Maritac. And um, this is also from Maritac. It's a little tiny container. I mean, it's it's really small. So is that where you keep your cocaine? Yup. Whenever you need it. Um, I keep aspirin in it. Oh, okay. Uh, a couple of my family members have had heart attacks. And the one thing you can do for a heart attack is give somebody aspirin, tell them to chew it up. And it, it is massively helpful. Okay, so cool. Good I tip. may not, I may not have a first aid kit on me with everything in it, but the least I can do for somebody is give them aspirin. So, yes. And, uh, you know, everyone knows gunshot wound, take an aspirin. You'll be all right. Just, yeah. Just stick it in the hole. It, it you'll recover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that's my I think that's pretty much everything that I have on me on my pockets. I usually have other stuff like in my bag and all that. But that's the pocket thing. Um, yeah, this is what my my daily carry basically is. Yeah, I forgot to finish this out. So I'm going to try to go through this really quickly for everyone watching. By the way, I want to remind you guys, please hit the subscribe button and then also ring the bell. That's very important. And remember, like, I don't know if you saw this in the in the uh, Internet news, babyface, but YouTube is going around and supposedly killing off spam. Did you see? I read that today for my my thing. They're like, oh, you're going to see a major decrease in your subscribers because some is spam. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? So, oh yeah. <laughs> God. 
I've seen it. It hasn't really altered our numbers significantly, but I have seen that they've uh, killed a bunch of accounts. So however they determine accounts of spam, they go through and do that. So I just want to remind everyone, hit the subscribe button and, and then um, hit the ring the bell to be notified. That's really important. Let me see. I don't know who I missed here. Rodney Brady, James Lawson's uh, disciple, RTS guy. I'm trying to see Brian Quick. The Tyvan <clears throat> shows here. I carry my revolver in single action. John Dieter. He says morning after pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, let's see. Rich White also here. Armament and Axis CB. Christopher Moynes. Ashley J. Um, he says, Ashley J says nail clippers are also part of my EDC. That's a good one, but I don't carry that in my EDC. Mm -hmm. Do you? Mm -mm. Uh, yeah. The problem is I'm a nail biter. Oh, I should be okay. a nail clipper, but I'm a bad nail biter. Yeah, I don't um, I don't carry it. I like to clip my nails down really short, but it is good to have nail clippers because you could do a bunch oh, yeah. of things with it if you have like a little hangnail or something. So uh, CB says 2000 lumens. Ouch. So, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's not 2000 lumens indefinitely. I think it's like two it's minutes, like a minute and a half or two minutes. Yeah, but it makes a massive difference. When I did it out at my place at night, I was I like, actually oh. see <laughs> yeah. it was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, we got Vanessa Kitty in there. I see Razor JB is here as well. Um, so there, I don't know if I missed anyone, let me know. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Razor JB asked the pivotal question, Hank. Uh-huh. What's that? Uh, whatever happened to BDU? Okay. Big Daddy Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. Razor JB has asked me about that before. So here's what I would say to Razor JB. Is there some, something specific that you want to know about the whole Big Daddy Unlimited situation, but uh, we could definitely talk about that. What do you want to say about that for, first? I, I was politely let go because my position was removed from the company. So um, you're fired. Mr. Basically, he was fired, and I okay. won't support them. That's okay. all I'm going to say. I mean, if you have questions, I'll answer them, but yeah. I personally will not support them. Yeah, So, and I think that, you know, um, the way this is – this it's a business – you know, I would say that I am still associated with that end of it with Big Daddy Unlimited, because obviously we've helped recruit a bunch of people to sign up for it. What it is, if you don't know, it's it's a system that you can have access to where you can buy stuff at wholesale prices from that. You basically the uh, the same system that gun stores connect to. to oh, buy so things. I don't work there. I can ruin it for you. It's not wholesale. It's five percent over wholesale. Okay, there you go. Five percent over wholesale. So you can you can save some money. I you think can save money if you if yeah. you spend honestly if you spend fifty to hundred bucks a month on ammo or some shit you'll save some money. Yeah. Um, but it is they. Uh, I have personal issues with uh, some of the people that are there. Um, most of the people are great that work there. They're great guys. Um, but there are some that I have personal problems with. So yeah. I, I won't shop there. So here's the thing. It's a service. It's a company. Uh, it's associated with Big Daddy Guns, which uh, we both worked for mm -hmm. at some point. Um, I don't work for them. I think my situation was more I didn't like how they were changing and doing certain things. So I was like, I'm going to get the hell out. You know, even when you came on board, I was telling you, you know, I don't like people telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. And there so, was somebody that was working there that was uh, way in over their head who was supposed to be telling Hank what to do. And it just was ugly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that whole situation kind of fell apart for me, but I was still, um, I, I'm still dealing with them in terms of that, because I think it may be a service that 
some people out there want to use and I don't find it as invaluable. I think there's people out there that may want to do it. And if you actually sign up through us, it's a way of supporting us, you know? <laughs> so, but if you, here's my thing. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you want to do it, do it. If you do do it, then, uh, and you do it through us, it is a way of supporting us. And that still goes to keeping everything open over here. Personally, when whatever happened with Babyface P, that I think made me like a little bit more upset just because him and I are friends. Um, I think I'm responsible for him going over there. He left a job to go there, help them build up the place as did I, you know, I helped them uh, build up their credibility and stuff like that. And, but there's, I, there's people that do things like that, right? It happens mm -hmm. in business. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I learned my lesson from, yeah. from that. When you get, when you get those red flags, don't just ignore them. <laughs> Your brain is, is going off for a reason. But, yeah. So um, Razor JB says, fair enough. I just heard associations with others made some waves. Then what I noticed is the product selection went way down. A lot of things not carried any longer. Uh, the know. one thing that pissed me off, well, the last thing to really make me mad is I'm no longer even a member. So every other company that I've ever worked for, if it's an internet-based company, if you leave the company, um, typically you get to keep your subscription. Typically you get a free sub and you get to keep it and you have it for life. That's just like one of those things that internet companies, sub subscription-based companies do for people. Um, and that's just been my experience. Uh, somebody went in and removed my account completely from the website, which, which was a whole process to it. You couldn't just like, it wasn't just like one button. So that kind of, that kind of made me uh, a little sour to the whole thing. Um, yeah. They went out of their way to remove me, so I couldn't buy anything. So in terms of the inventory, from my knowledge, Babyface would have a lot better knowledge. You will never, you will never get a SCAR 17. You will never get um, anything that you really desperately want that's hard to find. You're never going to get it. Um, those items are allocated. Uh, and the, the second they hit the distributor network, they get allocated out to all the shops. And if BDU were to get uh, something, they would get like one. Um, and then they post it up typically – um, they would post it up and say, Hey, we got like three of these combined and they're gone instantly. Yeah. Um, so I think, and also I think, look, overall, if you look at it as a company and what they're doing, there may be some manufacturers and stuff like that, that don't like what's going on and then, yeah. and then pull their, their access to that mm -hmm. thing. Um, and then there's other manufacturers that don't care. They don't care where you get, it doesn't matter to them whether you go through a store or you go through something like this, they want to manufacture stuff and have people buy it. Yeah, so the, big, the big company, I think a lot of problem is the big companies are really stuck in the past in the gun store days and they don't want to, or they're not, they're not ready to start dealing with internet companies. Um, so that made it pretty difficult. But yeah, I don't know. I, since I've been gone, I have no idea. I don't even have access to the site, so I don't know what their inventory looks like now. Um, yeah, can, um, Razor JB says items and manufacturers they used to carry, they don't carry anymore. Doesn't surprise me. They they got while I was there, we got blacklisted a couple times by a couple companies um, for because one thing you got to know is companies set an a MSRP uh, like the it's not that it's called the um, shoot what's it called map pricing. They have map pricing policy, so minimum advertised pricing and BDU routinely you know. Uh, sells under map pricing because that's the deal is you get it basically at wholesale, just over wholesale, um, which is almost always below minimum advertised. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of companies got upset. I wouldn't say a lot. There were a couple that got upset because map pricing um, was, was an issue for them. And 
which is yeah. to me is kind of stupid. That doesn't make a lot of sense. If you're selling, you're selling, who cares? But um, some companies, I guess, have this reputation of being really high end and wanting to maintain this. Oh, our guns are really expensive and we don't want to know people. We don't want people to know what we sell them wholesale for. So I guess that was an issue for them. But yeah, I think overall the concept is a good one. And I think it's a good yeah, one yeah, yeah. to help people out there save money. And I think people need, you need to figure out what works for your strategy. If you don't want to pay $10 a month because you feel like, okay, what, first of all, you can pay the 99 cents and see what's in there. And if you don't mm-hmm. think that like that's going to work for you, then fine. If you do buy things that are available in there, on a regular basis, you, you could save money, but that's you not know, gonna yeah. be the only way that you're gonna save on buying guns. There's lots of other things that happen that you could save uh, on buying guns because what happens is, let's say a gun store out there, they have to, any gun store, your local gun store has to spend money, buy these things from the distributors, pay for it, or buy it on credit, it gets shipped to them. Then they have a certain amount of days that they have to pay off that credit or sell that thing. Or if they paid for it already, something's sitting on their shelves. And if it's not immediately moving, that's that's overhead that you have to eat until it moves. Yes. So then they start discounting. And when they start discounting, you you might see better prices than what you would see if you access something like this. So if you really want to get good deals, you're going to have to shop around and use a bunch of different things. We're always telling people about good deals. I mean, that's the reason why we're dealing with like Gun Prime and, and a bunch of other places out there that I, we tell you guys about. So, so my thing is I'm not um, – I've never been the type – <clears throat> the type of customer that BDU wants, that's it's just not for me um, because I don't routinely buy 10 boxes of ammo, which shaves over time. I'm the type mm-hmm. that checks deals daily. And if I see something I want, I'll go and just buy it. If it comes up, I will impulse buy, I guess you would call it. Um, so for me, it, it's not it's not worthwhile because I don't spend enough money to save money. Um, but if you're the type that, Every month you're buying 20 boxes of ammo for whatever you have. You probably will save a couple bucks here and there. Yeah. Um, I also know guys that were like running their own, um, I guess, business and they were using it. Resellers. Yeah. We, we had yeah. a couple of resellers that would buy from BDU and then because it's still under. Uh, so I guess I'll explain this as well. Another way that uh, another thing that a lot of people don't understand is there isn't one wholesale price. Um, re- uh, wholesalers, the way the wholesalers work is the more inventory you push, the better relationship you have with them, the more willing they are to give you better pricing. So companies like Bud's Gun Shop or um, any of the big, big online gun stores, um, they move so much inventory that the wholesalers are willing to give them a better price or free sure. shipping or stuff yeah. like that. Like um, – um, Brownells or yes, Brownells or whomever. Yeah. Buy, yeah. Massive amounts of things. Um, so, so your little, your little mom and pop shop still, sometimes it was still cheaper to buy it through BDU because they push so much inventory and we would buy our re, our wholesalers would call us up and be like, Hey, I got 20 of this gun. Do you want it? And we'd be like, yeah, if you get another 20, we'll take those too. Yeah. Um, I think I you think, get a better price. So, yeah. uh, and I think potentially, I think potentially the thing with BDU, if it, like I said, if you have the wherewithal to pay that $10, I think potentially, you know, it's almost like a, a market, like a stock market kind of a deal. Those things are going to change, um, especially with what's happening with the gun industry right now. 
you know, maybe at one point the distributors feel like, hey, we don't need you guys to do this. When all of a sudden the gun stores aren't buying stuff from them or maybe closing or whatever it is, you may get better deals. I see Razor JB is thanking us for talking about it. And he says he would rather support the local gun stores. I think that's I, I think that's a, uh, a, an honorable thing because local gun yeah. stores, I know, are the gun business in general is tough. Running a brick and mortar gun store is I imagine that to be as stressful as running like a, a, a restaurant because it's just it's a really tough market. It's a very, very tough market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the, you know, this whole thing, this is just how all of this is going to be. So if you know the guys in your local gun store and you want to work with them and, do and you're fine with the prices and all that, do that. If you want to save some money, do it. Jafari H says he tried to do something with us. Um, I tried supporting you over the weekend, but your page with the links wouldn't work. Uh, I got to check into that. Yeah. Lewis1911 says, so where would you buy, where would I buy a gun from personally? Um, so all of my, uh, most of my guns, I, I don't, I, I haven't lusted after anything specific for a long time um, because I have my arsenal of things that I like. So, and I'm not the type to really impulse buy a full pistol or rifle because I'm really particular on what I like. Um, with that being also, said, you though, like building, you like building things, I'm but really you can't necessarily do that for a pistol. But mm -hmm. um, all that being said, our uh, Reddit gun deals is one of the things I go to five or six times a day um, because people post on there, and it's not uh, a lot of BS. It's a lot of just somebody finds a good deal and posts it, and I like that. Um, and uh, the big thing is just know your price, know what something is worth and assume that the upcharge is like 10% over re over wholesale. So um, you can still, but yeah, there's still deals to be found out there. Um, and then Hank uh, obviously is my FFL. So I don't even transfer through, Lolo yeah. is my transfer. So I don't even transfer through a gun shop anymore. I just go to their house and pick it up. Yeah. But like, but like uh, recently, I just bought a, a Glock 21. I think I told you guys. Um, I have wanted a Glock 21 for a long time. Uh, but I don't really want to pay retail for it. So I found a police trade-in on Recoil Gunworks, which is one of those sites that just buys up tons and tons of, uh, of police trading guns. They had a Glock 21 for like 320 bucks. Perfect yeah. for me. I bought it. It's on its way to Hank's house. Yeah, we do lots of different things. I mean, uh, Babyface mm -hmm. helps us out to do stuff. So if we could do things to help him out, or let's say some, let's say there's a T and E gun, and we're done with yeah, it. And Patrick yeah, Patrick so wants it. We'll. I bought you know, T and E's we'll, from him before. Um, yeah. The the last one I bought uh, was right here, actually. So like this, the the M and P. Um, I bought the T and E, which sadly, right after they put out the T and E, uh, right after I bought this T and E, they. Um, they ran a promo that was buy the gun and it was like there's the Smith and Wesson summer program where if you bought it, you got like a free magazine or two free magazines. Um, so I couldn't participate in that cause it was a T and E gun. So, yeah, well, um, <laughs> but I did buy the T and E and I, I really love this gun. So it, they come from all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Jafari H says his local gun stores, he says, my local gun store screwed me, sold me ammo labeled new, but was remanufactured, reloads, where half the primers were duds. One now shop there again. One shop isn't exactly local, huh? I said, if that were me, I wouldn't shop there again. Um, so so uh, the other thing I'd say is to differentiate between the two, um, Big Daddy Guns, the actual local gun shop, I do still shop there. I, I They have a really good selection and I'm, really friendly with the guys that work behind the counter. 
So I'm totally still shopping there. I like, I'll, I'll buy ammo from there regularly, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind buying from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ultimately we all, <clears throat> we, we live here and stuff like that. So yeah, no. And, and uh, you know, the guys that are working there are friends of mine and I don't want to screw them. I think they're, most of the guys are perfectly great. They're great guys and it's just a job for them. So I have no problem supporting them. They're, they're awesome. Yeah, uh, Razor JB says BDU ammo is not cheap any longer. My God, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I oh, that's the other thing is I don't buy really. The only ammo I've bought in a long time is five four five because there are no reloading dies or ammo. Or you can't yeah, reload. You're a reloader. Five. Yeah, I try to reload all of my own ammo. So yeah, James Miller um, wants to know how hard it was to get your FFL. Um, it wasn't very hard at all. Lola did it. So <laughs> that's, the, that's the easy button. Boom. But, Lola. See, see the but, thing but it is, wasn't difficult. She used uh what was it? FFL one, two, three, I think, which is okay. That helps you. You that's a thing that you pay for. Mm-hmm. Almost like what we're talking about with BDU. It's something that you pay for, and then they give you all this info and they and they tell you what to do, but then you can also ask them questions and they can help you out through the whole process. So that's um, what we use, FFL one, two, three. Let's I believe uh, she's probably she might tell me. I don't know if she's even here. I think she went shopping or something like that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I so the other nice thing about where Hank lives is he's kind of out in the country. So you can have an FFL without any problems. I still I know uh, Armin Axis talked to me a little bit about doing my own at home FFL. And I haven't I haven't got into it yet. Now that I'm nice and stable with the job again, I'm going to look into it again. But yeah. Um, it's, it's great because you don't have to worry about the zoning issues that may become an issue here in Gainesville. So uh, yeah. we'll see as, as I get closer to actually filling yeah. up paperwork. And I, and I re- if people are interested in doing it, look, here's the thing. You want for, first of all, you have to do business and I do yes. do business. People yep. do transfers through me and stuff like that. I don't do a high volume of business, but you have to do it for business purposes. Um, I think a long time ago, there might've been some kind of media license, but that does not exist anymore. So you're going to have to keep uh, books on that. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to keep track of everything going on. You have to do background checks, etc. cetera. In, in Florida, you have to have business license. So everywhere that you are, you have to keep up with all that different stuff so it just adds um, like it's another job that we actually have i just tr- so i try to keep the business end of it to not be overwhelming i'm not trying to compete with any other stores yeah or and 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 that you know with the at-home ffl going back to um the bigger the shop the more inventory you push the better your your prices are a lot of a lot of um uh, distributors Unless you have a brick and mortar store and push a certain amount of inventory, they won't even talk to you. Like they have no interest in doing business with you. So Mm -hmm. um, if you're getting into it for personal reasons, it's it's probably not going to be worth it. Running from, in my experience, running a gun store, not an easy deal. Oh God, no. I I would want to do it. Yeah. If you're going to like actually run a gun store, try to have, it's almost like a restaurant. I would say try to have money from somewhere else. Uh, so uh, Archangel and Armin Access. Archangel had a question. Have you ever thought, this is to me, have you ever thought of making your own dies for 545 by 39? Yes, there. Um, I actually thought about buying some dies. There are a couple companies that will do, um, it, it, as a special order, they will do 545 dies for you. Um, the problem is um, reloading brass nobody makes 545 brass. And if you want to resize 
556 down to 545. You can, um, but everything that I read online said that people who have done it, you basically get one firing out of it before the the next splits. So it it's almost not worth it, especially mm-hmm. because 545 ammo isn't it's still not as expensive as 556 i can still find it for cheaper even though i complain about the price constantly um, yeah, you just i just want, want it for free it. you want a deal yeah well, i just want it for free also that um also that um, uh but yeah so it's i think i think there's a market for 545 if somebody could feed that market and the yeah. hard thing right now is nobody is feeding that market. Yeah. Fortunately for me, and and this is one of the things that people that do what I do, I don't know if everyone does it, but it's a big deal if you can get someone to help you out with ammo. So fortunately, yeah, it's very expensive. And we spent um, a lot of money doing that. Fortunately, like the Fort Scott guys came along and they help us out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a big deal. I also think they they make good stuff. I know that's a little bit more high end than maybe what you guys are looking for to do. It's not really target stuff. Yeah, I'd call their ammo kind of boutique ammo, hunting and defense ammo, which is what they focus on. You know, that's their market. Yeah. Um, and it's great for that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't t- I wouldn't buy a box of their stuff to just go planking with because it's it's high quality ammo. That's yeah. like that's like going to Walmart and buying a box of hollow points and just go shooting them up at the range. Like, yeah, it's if you're if you want stuff, if you, if you do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, or if you want defensive stuff or you want stuff to go hunting, etc. Yeah, and your hunting really, rifle, really high quality, all that. Yeah. Or, or, or your defensive things. They make uh, defensive things. Uh, Richard Goodman sent me um, his EDC, but there's no gun in there because I Ooh. guess he's in Maryland. So Ooh, I like that. I like that yeah, sheathed knife. <laughs> yeah, that um, that looks like a what you call it. Um, uh, what is that knife that, that hooks over like that? See the name. The names. Uh, oh, is today the the AR fifteen giveaway? No, Steven Thatch is asking. Okay, yes, it was going to be. It was going to be today, but because Walter is not here, we changed it to tomorrow. Ah, okay. So we're making that decision tomorrow. It's not too late. People can still get involved in that. Um, Jafari you know, H says he wants my patch. This is like one of the old ones, isn't it? That's an original Hank Strange patch right there. We don't make those anymore. So if you have one of those, congratulations to you. Unless <laughs> I decide to somehow reissue them, they won't be. I need a I, at some go. point when I get some a little bit of cash together, I need to make a baby face patch. Yeah, it's just going to be the white circle with the black logo in it. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, your logo <laughs> will be good. Um, let's see. There was something. There was something else here. Brownells and uh, Blue Dogs. Blues Dog says Brownells and Sportsman's Guide have great ammo deals. If you watch the sales closely. Yeah, yeah. I think. I've almost signed up for Sportsman Guides. Um, um, check my messages for reloading 545. I will, Archangel. I will read that afterwards. Um, I think Sportsman Guides has some really good deals, and I've almost signed up for their membership a couple of times. But again, I'm not the type that really – I will impulse buy ammo, but again, I, I I like really, really research and find what gun is perfect before I buy it, so – yeah, I'm not a huge impulse buy person. I'll tell you something, man. If I didn't lose my mind and buy that R8, I would have definitely bought the um, the Brownells uh, big massive can of ammo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that to like eat much on top of. <laughs> uh, I I would just get that for the credit, man. I'll put that in my living room. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what is, what is this? Like- what is this big oil can doing in you? Oh, that's my ammo. If somebody, I'm going to throw this out there. If somebody knows of a place to get a crate 
just the crate. I don't need the Mosins, but a Mosin Nagant crate like they used to sell. Let me know because I've always wanted to make a Mosin crate coffee table. Have you ever seen those? Um, I think I know what you're talking about. I've never yes. seen one in person, but I uh, I've always wanted to do one. But the crates, the actual physical crates dried up years ago and I never got a yeah. chance to buy one. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, Armin and Axis, where's the best place to buy Velcro patches? That's for you, Hank. I have no idea. To buy Velcro patches? Like this. Um, I don't know. Where'd you get these done at? Oh, uh, that's a, that I got done from Millspec Monkey a long time ago. So Does he you cut some stuff? Yes. Oh, shit. I didn't so know. you can always get in touch with Millspec Monkey and he'll help you out with your designs and everything. But I think he gets those made through a Chinese company. That's where all that stuff is getting made. In terms of just selling them, I think there's several like Facebook pages and Instagram pages and things like that to sell them. Um, and then obviously people like me sell them individually and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but the people who are making those nowadays are mostly in China. So, um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Aries firearm says something about TDI knife. Um, Oh, that knife shape was Spyderco. I think that's a Spyderco shape that I saw in that thing. That's what I think. Um, classic firearms. They may have the crates, but my problem is shipping. Trying to ship one of those crates, I bet it's super. Well, can you? Could you just stick like nail it back shut, stick a stamp on the top, and be like, "It's a shipping crate. That's what it's made for. Just ship it with the with the label on it." <laughs> yeah, if those crates come around and you see them, I I, oh, I, I, I just like how one. they look. John yeah. Dieter says white circle, black logo with boobies. Aries <laughs> <laughs> says I'm voting for Babyface. Special K says Babyface, uh, Babyface P Dick Butt Patch. There you go. That will never die. The requests for the dick butt patch are never going away. <laughs> it will happen. Don't worry. It will happen. It's just <laughs> I got to I gotta get my finances in order first because I've only been on the job for two weeks now. So I got to get my finances in order, get through Christmas and everything. And then next year I'm, more making, guns. I'm making patches. Just basically. Shh, shh, don't say We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tyvon Show says at Babyface P, you're right about ammo, but Fort Scott ammo is on target every time, all the time. Yeah, uh, no, I it's switched good. to it, uh, Fort Scott, for all my ammo needs. Oh, cool. Okay. It's it's super high quality. I'm just, if you guys don't know by now, Hank can tell you, I'm a cheap bastard. I am a cheap, cheap bastard. <laughs> the cheapest. That is his credo. The cheapest. It's probably on the family seal <laughs> of the uh, of the baby face peas, the pea family. Smokehouse Gunner says, J&G Sales in Arizona sells the empty crates. I'm going to go look right oh. now. Um, so by the way, if you want to get Fort Scott, uh, ammo, just a quick shameless plug because they do support me and all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. If you use the code Hank 10, you get 10% off. And I think they have a bunch of Christmas deals and stuff like that going. So, um, you know, there you go. And, and, and I am going to get to the gun prime thing. I need to throw up some of the gun prime deals that are here. I'll probably do that here in a second. <laughs> Blues dog says I never overpay for anything ever. I'm in the same boat. I, I have to get a deal. I can't, I don't like paying retail for anything because retail to me, retail is overpaying. It, it, yeah. it just is. <laughs> yeah. So here it goes. I'm going to throw up in the uh, chat. AR9 says it is a TDI knife. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to Okay, I'm going to throw up in the in the chat for everyone the um links to Gun Prime right now for all the deals that are there. I don't know if you could see that or Lola says she sent you the same email that I'm looking at, Patrick. Oh, I haven't seen it. I'll have to go look. Um 
So here, I'll put this in here for you guys. And then um, let me actually, let me open this up. I think the last one I just threw up was a Colt one. Let me look at that. So, oh, hey, I, do could you want, go, I could go grab some shotgun. Send, off. Do you want me to put it? Go ahead. You want me to go do that? Yeah. Okay, I'll go grab this. So the last one I just put up is a Colt LE 6920 for seven ninety nine. So 5.56 M4 carbine with quad rail, uh, 69.20. My friend, uh, my friend Yak Yaz, who uh, when I first started my channel, I used to do a lot of videos with Yak Yaz. You guys remember that? That's his AR, man, 69.20. That's what he used when he was um, in, in, uh, in the army. So um, actually he was in cavalry. That's what Yak Yaz stands for if you don't know that. I think it's like, if you, you ain't cavalry, you ain't shit, something like that. So anyway, he's a 69, a 20 guy. And this is a 69, 20 for 799. You guys can uh, let us know. I think that's, you know, it's a pretty it's a decent deal for the Colt 69, 20 loved by many people out there. Let me see what the other one was. Um, uh, that looks like a Caltech PMR 30 at gun prime. Uh, let's see that one. So here we go. Keltec PMR 30 22 WMR pistol for 319. That's that's reasonable. That's a pretty good price, also. 319. And uh, let me see. Then the other one was, I think we've we've spoken about this one before, and they still have it, they still have it available. This is the uh hold on, let me pull this up. So this is the FN FNX 45, which baby Babyface I think has one of these still. I think factory new, um, 15 round FDE and black for 9.95 in stock now. Um, and then I'm trying to see if they still have. Does Does Gun Prime still have the RDB? I don't know if they have it, the RDB still. They've got a KSG for 6.48. Wow, KSGs of, you know, KSGs are readily available out there now, man. Lots of good so prices. hard to find. Yeah, lots of good prices on KSGs out there. Um, and then the here, what is this? PW Arms AR12, 12 gauge AR style Panzer for is this, is this on that link you sent? Um, no, it's just on their regular page. That's interesting. At I'm just looking at guns. Not bad. Yeah. Those are good um, guns. Caltech PMR 30s. Yeah. They've got the PMR 30 for 319. They've got the Caltech Sub 2000 Gen 2 9mm Glock for 349. Well, you're looking at this PW Arms AR 12. Yeah, so that looks I, interesting, those, right? Um, those are, I've seen them before. It's basically, I think, a reskin of a different shotgun that came into the country mm -hmm. a couple years back. Mm -hmm. Basically, they put it in an AR. Uh, shell and sold it. And I think they also do a bullpup, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. They do the same, basically the same action and barrel yeah. in a bullpup chassis. Yeah. And, and keep in mind that I have not shot that one. So I don't know. I know that magazine fed shotguns, you know, you got to make sure you get a good one. Uh, tube fed, obviously, is you know always what the a good, best. You know what a good magazine fed shotgun is, right? Oh, yes. I think I do have an idea. Oh, <laughs> I know right what's here. coming. Boom. This, let's see, can I show what it actually is? Is a Russian Saiga 12. Yeah. 
there you go. Deal. One of yeah. those is mine. The one that the one that has the serial number sixty nine on it belongs to you. <laughs> so yeah, I got I got dueling saigas now at the house. Um, that will have to be. They're gonna have some work done on them. Yes. Yes. Because because look at this ugly thing. This is how they get shipped to the country. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants a, a shotgun stock on this. Come on. Yeah. At least it's got that side loading thing that you can put a rail on there if you want to. Yeah, it's already got the rail and everything. Yeah. So. But we're going to do – this is a future project that um, – it's a collaboration of uh, Hank Strange and um, and Safety Harbor Firearms and, of course, mm-hmm. Babyface P. Yeah, these who, are cool. Yeah. Who's going to do a lot of the work? Not all of it. But. <laughs> I, uh, after seeing these, I want one, but they're, they've become way too expensive. They're way, way too expensive. Guess what's still on here, man. They still have, they still have the RDB. (laughs) Somebody needs to get Hank a Christmas present. Yeah. If anyone has not gotten me a Christmas present yet and you're wondering what would be nice, you know, RDB. And you know, what's funny. If you scroll down on the, if you click on the page, right, the gun prime page and you scroll down and you see this ball headed dude shooting an RDB. Um, Mr. Guns and Gear, you will notice that he's actually shooting that on the Hacienda. <laughs> yeah, Guns and Gear is a cool guy. Yeah, he is. He's cool. Um, uh, the Archangel says, Hank, check out the BP-12 Panzer. That is that gun in a bullpup stock. Yeah, is it on Gun Prime? Because I don't... Okay. Uh, no, I see it on Panzer. Classic Firearms. Oh, okay. Let me check uh, Classic Firearms for that. But I think you would like it. <laughs> Just looking yeah. at it, I feel like you would like it. So it's called BP-12 Panzer. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. They're considerably more expensive. It's about 200 bucks more. But it's pretty sharp looking. Let's see. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Searching it on Panzer. He asked, he says he bought one of those for 750 off. Oh, it looks cool. Um, yeah. Both of these, I think Walter got both of these. Uh, pre uh, pre band so before the all the Russia crap went down so they're they're both made in 2008 so they're pretty old yeah these look cool so these are like 500 bucks or something pretty neat looking aren't they yeah Atlantic Firearms has it this looks like there's a couple of different uh, places I don't know where they come from but it's is one I believe I believe it's one standard action that they use and they put it in either the bullpup stock or the uh, the regular AR stock yeah. I um I would definitely I would check that out. Mm-hmm. I would shoot it at least and see how it is. Um, you know, I need to get back to I need to get back to some bullpup videos. Even though you know YouTube is coming down and the bullpup videos, they don't like when we do any. They don't like our instructional stuff anymore. I guess we're not allowed to show people how we put something together. But ridiculous! You can legally build if? in your in your house, but I can't show you how. Yeah, um, but I guess you know what I might look into those. I might look into those and see. You know what's funny? I think that um, <laughs> Chris Bullis is still not spending seven hundred bucks on Hank. Sorry. <laughs> wow, Chris, <It's> amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> it's all right, fine. Whatevs. <laughs> what else is here? It's okay. I could deal I with. Can't, it. Oh my god! I can't believe the price of the Berettas have come down so sharply. The yeah. M983s. Six or eight sixty nine. Oh, on, on where? Uh, Gun Prime. Yeah, on Gun Prime. Yeah. Oh, okay. I paid cool. a lot of money for mine. I paid like eleven fifty for mine. Yeah. See, sometimes you might want to wait. Oh hell no! <laughs> I've shot the hell out of that gun. <laughs> I'm not saying for you. No, if you bought it, 
and you've already bought it, don't, you know, don't feel bad. You've enjoyed it. The person who's waiting for that price to get to, to you know, real low, they haven't had that gun yet. They haven't enjoyed it yet. Yeah, They're waiting for it. the price to get to a point where, you know, they can enjoy it. So you've already eight done never it. is well worth it, especially if you have a suppressor for it. Yeah. Jafari H says, the more I look at the BP-12 Panzer, the more I like it. Um, you know. It's cool looking. I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, and, so you want to... Uh, Arch- Go ahead. Archangel uh, says, if I had 700, I'd get Hank one. He gives us a lot of a oh, lot of guys. I don't oh. give you guys guys. I don't give you guys. I'm not a I think they're guy. meant to be a gives us a lot of guys. I think that yeah. I think there <laughs> yeah. need to be a comma. Gives us a lot, guys. Okay, yeah, he gives us a lot of um, guys. Change topics real quick. You want to talk some politics about this this mm-hmm. 10 round mag limit? Yeah. Um, where was that article that I had? I'll, on I'll link it in chat real quick. Uh, I see it on the truth about guns. Let me put it in our chat. Okay. For you. The truth. Of, wait a second. Are you saying the truth about guns is talking about some political stuff? Do, wait, do they not talk not politics? On? No, they do. But what about the? How come the firearm oh, blog? Are they the ones that out? don't talk politics? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm being sarcastic. Um, so okay. So for anybody that's not aware, I guess a magazine ban went into effect in um, in Jersey. And yeah, in Jersey. And uh, it's 10 round limit and they don't, the big, the big sticking point for some tards out there is that they don't make exemptions for off-duty cops. So the chief of police of New York says that, oh, this is endangering the life of every off-duty New Jersey cop. What about the average civilian? That, yeah, uh, every person in New Jersey. Them? Yeah. So their yeah. lives aren't endangered or yeah, exactly. they don't matter. I yeah. don't think they do to these people. Honestly, I really don't think they do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, civilian this, lives matter, yo. This jackass mm-hmm. put out uh, Bernard B. Carrick put out Carrick, a tweet yeah. saying uh, it's endangering the life. Gangbangers, drug dealers, and really bad guys don't give a damn about magazine capacity. Isn't uh, Bernard Carrick like the guy who was in that, prison? Excuse it's me. It's almost like we've been saying that for like how long now? <laughs> yeah, but I'm it's pretty sure. Yeah, remember Bernard Carrick? This is mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I don't like Giuliani. By the way. So one of the things I don't like is Giuliani. He's one of those people that I just don't like his face. I don't like anything about Rudy Giuliani. I grew up in New York City, so I know something about this. And I know about Giuliani. He's one of those, as when, as a prosecutor, he made his bones. He built his political credit or whatever you want to call it by um, just trying to put as much people in prison as possible. He was one that, that did um, stop and frisk, right? Which was He did a whole bunch of different things, yeah. Um, he did a bunch of different things. So I don't like Giuliani and Bernard Carrick, if I'm not mistaken, worked for Giuliani and put, his ass was in prison. Bernard Carrick was in prison. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to go look it up. I don't want to know more about that region of the country than I will. I'm pretty know. sure Bernard Carrick was that guy that worked for Giuliani. And then um, I think chief police gets four years in prison. Yeah. He went in to 2010 for, for all the criminal stuff that he did. Was when sentenced to four years in prison on Thursday after pleading guilty to eight felony charges, including tax fraud and lying to White House officials. He yeah. sounds like a stand-up guy. Yeah. Whose <laughs> dog says uh, uh, Giuliani is a fud? He is a fud. I don't like any of these guys. And that mm-hmm. Bernard Carrick guy, especially terrible. He's a criminal. Yeah, especially they use the fact that they were police officers and all that to bully people and intimidate um, intimidate people, do all kinds of crazy stuff in New York City. They don't. They should not talk. They shouldn't talk. They shouldn't put anything out my, there. So, so my, problem, my problem with this whole thing is 
his point is, well, that's endangering the lives of cops. Well, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, what about the regular average citizen that's obeying the law now that's yeah. endangering our lives as well? That's what the Second lives. Amendment is for. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it made yeah. me really it made me really angry reading through this because it was just like, you know, honestly, and I, I put this on somebody's Facebook post about this. Honestly, cops should follow the exact same rules that we do. So you, if yeah. you want a 10-round mag ban off-duty, you should get it on-duty as well. You should have as many magazines as you want to carry. All of them 10 rounds. That's it. Yeah. S-Man7290 says uh, he made New York a safe place to live for a while. Bullshit. I don't know um, anything about it, so I, yeah. I can't say. Yeah. That was never. People have that uh, fallacy, fantasy, whatever you want to uh, frame it as about New York City. I mean, I was talking to a guy from Rolling Stone when I was on the Brownells thing, and he was like, New York City is so safe now. It's so safe. And I was like, dude, it might appear safe to you. <clears throat> That's perspective on how safe New York City is. So I think even I lived in New York. I grew up in New York City. I lived there from 1983 to, I don't know, 1998 or something like that. I lived in New York and then I moved to New Jersey and I still went to New York every day, all the way up until after 9-11. So I, I think I can um, give you guys some kind of uh, appraisal of how safe New York City was. And I'm going to tell you that's bullshit. You know, that's just a fantasy that he sold to people and lots of people believed it out there. Giuliani's full of crap today. I, I still can't believe that um, Trump has Giuliani as his lawyer. And I always how, see him saying like crazy shit on the news that makes the whole thing for Trump worse. How do you know if a politician's lying? Their mouth is. They open. are breathing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So he anyway. a defense attorney or a, or a um, he was a prosecutor. Prosecutor. OK. Uh, yeah. Prosecutor. Uh, yeah. Did I mention to you I don't like Giuliani? <laughs> uh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 like him. Giuliani. Very bad person. Horrible person. You know, even if you look <laughs> Rodney, at what he did. <laughs> Rodney Brady says New York City has great marketing. It's really true. It's yeah. really true. They have really good marketing. People want to go there, even though it's a shithole. <laughs> Someone's always trying to tell me that thing, like, oh, he made New York City so much easier or so much safer. Really? What, what are you talking about? See, I you don't know? know anything about mid-2000s politics in New York. Like, yeah. zero. S-Man 7290 says, okay, safer, still not safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, listen, Julia, let me tell you. Here's a here's a good way to see whether a man is a good man or not. Just go and research what Giuliani did to his wife. His oh, wife, God. his wife was actually a news anchor. She was on the news in New York City. And so he he started cheating on her and he had a girlfriend and everything like that. Bef he kicked his wife out of the mayor's mansion. This is while he was in New York City, kicked her out of the mansion and his girlfriend up in the mansion and all that kind of stuff. His wife had kids for him. Like these are horrible people. Bernard Herrick and 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 Giuliani. They use the the police powers and all that to intimidate people and bully people and do all kinds of things to their ex girlfriends and all kinds of stuff. And they use the power that the people gave them in New York City. And everyone thinks these people are awesome. These are horrible people. Horrible people. And they shouldn't. You know, they shouldn't. They shouldn't run anything ever. And that's why you that's why you don't see the only thing Giuliani could get is like, I guess he works for Trump. Trump likes him. Uh, yeah. You have to you have to stay in politics because. Yeah. Otherwise but notice that Trump didn't uh, he, notice he actually didn't take any <laughs> positions because if they actually vetted him, all the shit that would come out about Giuliani would blow everyone's minds. So 
uh, you know, I, I I see Joshua Manning saying Giuliani equals the swamp. Wish Trump would distance himself from Rudy Kushner and a few others. That's the thing. Like, listen, there's things I like about um, Trump. And I think it's the anarchist side of me that likes the things about him. Mm-hmm. But there's things about I like, him I don't like either. I think I'm in the same boat as you. I like him. I like seeing him burn down things that need to be burned down. Yeah. Um, but there are other things that I really don't like. So, yeah, I'm, I'm on the same. I'm on the same boat. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, like I, I sent you the link. Um, there was a good I think it was a good podcast that um, what's his name? Um, Russell Brandt did with. Um, what's her name again? I forgot her name. Just went uh, Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Candace Owens. I think she went to England or something like that. Yeah. She's to touring to for uh, Turning Point USA. She's doing yeah. a tour in the UK to try to expand Turning Point. Yeah. I don't know if anyone saw that on YouTube or not, but I, I was listening, watching that um, today and I shared it with Babyface P. And I think it was a pretty good conversation. I kind of like Russell Brand. I think he's funny. I think um, he's a little bit more honest than a lot of bleeding heart liberals out there. He's not exactly exactly like that Hollywood type. My, you, I know you think he's a little crazy. He's still no. Yeah, so sure. so my problem isn't even that he's crazy. Especially watching this video, my big issue is he isn't consistent in his ideology. Um, a lot of he keeps like even in the the arguments he was having, he would flip back and forth about, well, I'm an anarchist. I don't want big government. I don't want big government. And then in another conversation, he was like, well, shouldn't we have some sort of way of uh, he was talking to Candace Owens about her being anorexic at the time. And she was like, well, wouldn't we have shouldn't we have something in place to help anorexic people? And Candace Owens was like, no, that's not the government's job. You should have family, friends or whomever to help you. But yeah. that's not the government. So him him like him going back and forth of i hate big government to well big government needs to take over and do this that's what really bothered me about that was confusion that's confusion yeah. you're absolutely right um candace owens owned his ass yes totally. i think totally. if you if you looked at that she's he's, a smart girl yeah he he's a i think that um he's one of those people you can talk to on the other side and so you have that. But I think looking at that, you could see that she was totally owning him and there were a bunch of things going on that he first of all it's always tough to try to get mad at an attractive woman. So you got that going. But then when that when that attractive woman can also handle her, herself and, and um, express her thoughts uh, cohesively, it makes it really tough because she's not a bimbo, obviously. You know, so um, I thought that was a really good conversation. But she man, she was like she was hitting him with machine gun shots, man. She was on point the whole time. And yeah. the other thing with Russell Brand is he tends to uh, start a conversation and then they go way, way off into the weeds talking about crazy stuff. Um, yeah. Candace Owen kept bringing him back to the point at hand and then knocking yeah. his points off, tallying his points up and being like, no, doesn't make yeah. any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So Yeah. And I think the big good. point you made the big point, like he believes it. He says he be- I don't believe I like we just were I don't talking think about be- Trump. I don't think he believes what he thinks he believes. That old, what's that old saying from uh, Princess Bride? <laughs> I don't think what you're saying is what you think you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I don't think he actually believes what he romanticizes in his head. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. He well, romanticizes thing- this uh, anarchistic idea of very little government taking care of nothing and people uh, taking care of themselves. That's what he romanticizes. 
but then on the flip side, he says, well, don't we need government to take care of you when you have a yeah. sickness? Don't we need government so just, to take care of you for this and that? It's like, right. So if you want total anarchy, total anarchy is total anarchy. It's disgusting and horrific. <laughs> and oh, yeah. The only way anyone is going to survive in that is with their ability to defend themselves and fight That's back, it. join up. And, it would be uh, protect themselves in groups, etc. It's going to be bad. Uh, survival of the fittest. It would go back to survival of the fittest. Yeah. So none of us want that. What we want and what she was saying is we want really small government. But you can't have really small government if, like Russell Brand, you believe that the government has to be responsible for everything for everyone. So like one of the points he was saying, he actually said in there that he thinks the richest people out there like mm-hmm. – uh, you know, Jeff Bezos and, and all these guys, the, these billionaires, you should take everything from them. He said they don't need more than $10 million. Yeah, just let them have their little stipend per year and 10 million bucks a year and then uh, take everything else. Take everything else from them. Yeah. Um, guess what? That would never actually work because, first of all, if you were going to tax them, if you were going to tax Amazon so much, you know who's going to suffer? The, the consumer, guy that Russell the consumer is going to suffer. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, that's who's going to suffer because Amazon's going to go, screw that. I'm not going to be in this business. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, going to get out. I don't think people understand that uh, supplied side econo- supplied, supply side economics is a thing and it does, in fact, work. You're, you tax a company out of existence, it's going to trickle down to the consumer who then has to pay for all of it. It's yeah. just a matter of fact. So if you if you think, hey, you know what? Here's what we're going to do about like uh, Google because they all have all the money in the world or Amazon or Apple. You know what? We're going to tax them. They, they need to pay 99% taxes. They're just going to go screw it. We're out of this business. Yeah. Yep. You Too do bad. this. Try to try to imagine Apple run by the government. See, I guess I guess that's what they want, though. I, I'm not going to say they as Russell Brand because I don't know exactly what he wants. But the socialist communist, I think that's what they do want is to for them to step out and say, OK, you have this. And then the government to take it over. Yeah. They want the okay. government to run. So it. if you want to, you don't have to imagine Apple run by the government or Amazon run by imagine? the government. Nothing would ever happen. We already we'd have, have the, that shit. It's called the, the U.S. Post Office. We'd have the iPhone iphone 4 for the next like 15 years we would never have innovation at all yeah nothing would work here's Mm. what happens because yes there's some people at amazon that make a shit ton of money but because they make that you could get shit cheap at your house that's wrong the same thing apple (laughs) run by the government is called the post office (laughs) exactly like why why do we even need to have this experiment we've already had this experiment Yep. Right. The post office, the railways. Why? Why yeah. do you think? Why do you think that uh, FedEx has survived? Uh, UPS has survived, uh, and then the market was big enough to bring in companies like DHS. So mm-hmm. that's proof that private companies are willing to do what the post office can't and do it better. Yeah, I think even with the post office, I think we should just like let it die. You know, and he was talking about that. He was like, oh, well, you know, the government bailed out the banks. And she said, yeah, yeah and I don't believe we in don't, that. And she was like, I don't agree with that. None of us agree with that. They should have failed. No one. Who you should have failed. Should have yeah, we, all those things should have failed and 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 let it go the way it's going to go. Yeah, you you messed up. You did all of this. You fail now. You're out of business. Yes, exactly. And And with a true free market, somebody will step up and either buy them and run it correctly or uh, start a new company making a better product than whoever it was that we bailed out, and it will be better. It, it, the, the, 
I 100% believe in a truly free economy, a free market that can handle any fluctuations whatsoever. Yeah. Which I think she was trying to tell him that, that look, if, if you do this, if you do this, if you really think that the way that you're going to get to people is by taxing everyone that you think of the rich, basically what's going to happen is no one is going to do anything. If you can't become rich, there's no incentive to be the best at something or invent yeah. something or yeah. like that's your incentive is to go, I made this. I am now that guy. I'm the guy that made this and I'm, you know, doing really well. That's your incentive. If yeah. you incentivize people from doing that, nobody's going to. Can I tell you something? I think, first Italy. of all, I think um, I think that wealthy people pay a lot of taxes and they do stuff. They do. It's ridiculous. And, but I don't think that we need wealthy people to solve all the problems in the world. People, mm -hmm. we can solve the problems that we have. Oh, we don't easy. need, we don't need to tax the crap out of wealthy people to do it. We don't need big government to do it. We need to reduce the size of government, reduce the, which would reduce the amount of taxes that everyone pays. And then people should help people, mm -hmm. you know, but the flip side of that is that if you mess up How? and now you need help from your neighbors, have to humble yourself. Sorry. <laughs> how you know, to how get your did people to survive you? before social welfare? Back, what welfare programs were introduced in what the sixties? How did people survive before that? I mean, people did it for how many hundreds of thousands of generations, going back to cavemen. How yep. did people survive without social programs? It's because they relied on their neighbors, their friends, their families. There were fathers in each household. They were not you know, no parent, no father households. Um, and your responsibility was to your family and then to your friends and, and, and people around you. And you took care of each other. Yeah. We don't do that any longer. And so our, our, listen, real quick, uh, I was just going to say our moral fiber has really frayed in this country just in general. Um, and I think that's a big problem with a lot of issues that the country's having, but yeah. So this brings up a question for me that I think I will ask you and I will ask um, other people out there. Um, what is it as a human being that you are entitled to as a human oh. being? What is it that you deserve as a human being? You know, Life, what, what, what things do we think you should be? Yeah. What, what things do we think you should be guaranteed as a human being? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's all you, that's all you're guaranteed is your life and your freedom. That's it. You yeah. should have to, you should be able to forge your own path beyond that. However you want. I think you should be guaranteed the right to defend yourself. You know, I think there's, I think the things that you should have are very simple. I think we should all be treated the same under the law, right? The law should see us the same government, et cetera, whatever is out there. I think people have the right to defend themselves, but there's a lot of things that like, what makes you think you are entitled to that? Are you entitled to have a house? Or, or live someplace? No. See, you know? the, big, the big one for me that uh, it has been a recent argument with the left is your entitlement to your health versus your entitlement to your health care. Um, and that's the whole Obamacare thing going. But, so, and here's the thing. You're, my, so, go ahead. You're, you're entitled, and I I'm, stick by this. You are entitled to your health. You are entitled to take care of yourself, to eat well. You're entitled to be a healthy person. You are not entitled to someone else's labor, which is a doctor. You're not entitled to their labor. They are doing a job, and you're not entitled to – the government can, shouldn't come in and tell them, look, this is what you need to pay. This is what you need to charge for this service because you're not entitled to their service. 
If somebody, if the free market wants to fix it and come in and say, hey, look, I'll, I'll do that service for cheaper, it's great. But uh, again, free market can't work there because of a lot of uh, a lot of things hindering the healthcare industry. Yeah. And there's also a lot of things that get in the way of like this whole question of health, right? There's things we obviously do to ourselves without a doubt. There's things we eat badly. We don't mm-hmm. exercise enough. And, and that's your own fault. And you but can- then also, but, but from the minute you're born, you begin to die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called nature. There's things that you could be, things you could be born with, things that could happen to you in your environment and all that kind of stuff. So like, how are you, how are you really going to guarantee that? <laughs> You know, what, what exactly? You, you know? Just to know, uh, it just chimed in and said, I'm Brazilian. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> uh, we'll get back uh, to I'm the regularly scheduled guns. Talking we're talking politics at the moment. <laughs> we're talking about like, what is it that someone's supposed to give to you? You guys, especially in Brazil, should have the right to protect yourselves because, God, there's some crazy shit going on there. Yeah, I think you should have the right to defend yourself, protect yourself and your property, mm-hmm. you know, and and then I think all these other things in life, I think that, yeah, you know, there's people who suffer. Usually as human beings, we don't see people out there suffering and go, screw you, we don't care. That's not how human beings function. Are there some people that function like that in the world? Absolutely. But, you know, there's things that the government cannot come in and mandate and control and make happen because... That's, Who the hell is going to pay for that? Going going back to the um, free market capitalism, true free market capitalism, um, a big problem with the healthcare industry is that we put too many government sanctions on it. And I understand that there has to be some. I get that. Um, but if somebody if somebody were able to go out, say they had. $10 million and they go, look, I want to buy an MRI machine. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to crank out MRIs all day long for 10 bucks a piece. All you have to do is come in. You want an MRI? 10 bucks? I'll give you an MRI. But you can't do that. It's You have to be licensed. It has to be under a doctor. It has to go through a hospital. Like There's so many things stopping the healthcare market from being affordable and to me, that's because of governmental interference. But absolutely, there's a bunch of things that the things that the government comes into that I think is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. For example, I have uh, sleep apnea, right? And so mm-hmm. I use that sleep machine. That thing is so regulated. You can't. It's just a machine just that moves air. air. In your face. That's it. Yeah. Are that's you serious? It. <laughs> it's highly. You cannot. That thing is a controlled medical device. That's insane. That's you have crazy. to have a prescription for that thing. You have to have a prescription for the accessories for that thing. That is stupid. That is so stupid. It's literally a fan attached to a hose and a mask. <laughs> and people die from having sleep apnea. I was I was yeah. pretty much um, I was pretty much on the way out to tell you the truth because oxygen was getting choked off to my brain oh, and yeah. all that kind and of stuff. Sleep apnea is scary. It's really really scary. Yeah. Watching, but, watching, but if you watch videos of a person with it, it's really terrifying. Yeah. Why? Why is that so heavily regulated? Why? You know, it, guess what? Someone decided, someone got lobbyists together, made a law. This is a medical device. <laughs> you know, it's the most benign thing. It just moves air, just controls the flow of air. You know, but, but this is the situation that we're dealing with, I think. And, uh, you know, to me, the, 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 um, the government needs to get out of the way of that. They need to get out of the way of a lot of things. 
You know, we, we have the government so heavily in the way like we're arguing about this in America with what's legal, what's not legal. I think we should have very few laws. There should be, you know, I don't know, you can say 10 commandments, 10 laws, whatever the hell it is you want. That would simplify everything. That's really what we need to do. And ultimately, um, you don't need laws or statutes or government organizations to come in there and figure out all these other things that human beings should figure out. So, but I know that Russell Brandt believes that he believes that someone should be responsible for everyone. What about the, what about the people there's, what about the people on that Island, right? In, um, in the, the Northern Indian sea. Did you see, so did you see the cognitive dissonance there between, um, so in the U.S., obviously, we're having the problem of people jumping our borders and coming in from Mexico and people are saying, well, we should have open borders. It should be open borders. It shouldn't be any problem. But one Christian goes to this island, gets murdered because he wants to convert them. And the left then goes, oh, you should have been over there. Shouldn't have been on that island. It's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Should yeah, there be open borders? borders. <laughs> should you be on open borders or should you not be able to violate borders? You can't have it both ways. I thought that yeah. was really funny. Yeah. Um, Key asks, Key has a question. Please explain to me why all of a sudden sleep apnea is a thing. It was discovered like in the 60s and machine was created in the 80s. But in 2009. I think people just suffered with it until then, probably. Yeah, definitely is a thing. I know it's a thing because when I if I don't use that machine, I could tell the difference. I wake up feeling like I was choked out all night, you know, and their lack of oxygen or whatever to my brain. So. Um, I know it's a thing. I know it's necessary. I think it's just something that someone lobbied for and said, hey, this is a problem people have. There's a very simple solution. But instead of making this affordable, we're going to make it really expensive by making it a medical device. <laughs> so oh. there you go. You can't do anything. You can't you can't I can't even upgrade mine. So like my my because, OK, my health coverage does not allow me to update it. I can only update it every eight years. See, that's insane. You should be able to just buy what you want. If new, better tech comes out, you should be like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> nope, you can't You can't do it. Uh, like uh, my doctor said, yeah, you can't change this and upgrade it to a newer one that's unless insane. it's broken, you know, that's because this is how the healthcare thing is. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of craziness that we have going on like that, I think. You know, and there's no way you can't die of getting too much air. <laughs> you know the Koreans believe that? Did you did you know that? No. In Korea, uh in South Korea, if you uh, all their fans have automatic timers on them. I uh, most of them, I believe, have automatic timers because it's a superstition over there that if a fan blows on your face for too long, you'll die, you'll suffocate and die. Oh, really? I'm totally well, serious. I yeah, this is a big like a big superstition in South Korea. Um yeah. so now I know I know that you can obviously get dehydrated from a fan. That's true. Yeah, but it's not going to it's not they think you will like you will just die. You'll just like have a heart attack and die. Um okay. But yeah. Yeah. And Holt and you drive an Audi. I'm not sure I understand I don't how understand. that works with a CPAP machine. Yeah. Where's that question? I see he's and asking Holt just said it. What was what was his comment? I'm not sure what it's in relation to. Oh, okay. He says how much did it cost to research and engineer that CPAP machine? I'm so, sure a good bit of money. Oh, he says, and you drive an Audi. I don't know what those two things have to do with each other. You uh, know, I'm not I sure. Can't go, um, I can't go to my doctor. Listen, I drive an Audi. I need I, a I new seat machine, please. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have that. 
it's easier for me to upgrade my car than upgrading the freaking machine that keeps me alive. It's just all it is is positive airflow. It keeps positive pressure. Yeah. On your face. So it forces you to breathe all night. It's really all it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> Scamp 9900. We've been fat for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I think that, um, you know, the world is different now, man. Technology is helping us to not be as busy as we were. But we're even more busy now. Yeah, but just not as physically busy 50s, maybe as we would have been in the, the past. Yeah, and that's a, a, to me, that's a major problem. Yeah. The 50s technology boom promised us less work hours, robots that would take care of the house. And instead of working 30 hours a week, we're now working 80 hours a week. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, we're just doing different things now. You know, there is there's still a toll for everything that we do. The toll is just different. Yes. But I think yeah. that our parents, for example, they worked more because they had to. So they had, mm-hmm. you know, more jobs, worked more and stuff like that. But they just had more physical activity, activity, um, had more sex, believe it or not. There was more banging the- going on. I think the stresses that people had back a hundred years ago were very different from what we have today. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't say less of a stress because like a subsistence farmer, that's a hard life to live, but it was different. And I feel like one physical activity and a different type of stress or a different level of stress is what allowed people to not die of heart disease at 40. Um, even though modern medicine has brought us now where we can die of heart disease at 65 instead um, yeah. The physical activity level kept you healthier back then. That's my yeah. my. Thing. And people also didn't have to work out. You didn't see people jogging as much. As no, you because you went and mowed the lawn or raked the leaves or farmed or whatever. You had a lot to do. Yeah. And uh, like I said, man, we shouldn't glance o- over it. The importance of sex. People are just not having <laughs> sex nowadays. I think there's lots of different reasons. People, believe it or not, people in the past had more sex, but there was less diseases and stuff like that. Or yeah, people just didn't care. About, you have to worry yeah. about this. Whatever. In my dad's time, it was supposedly not a big. I heard my dad and my uncles talking about this one day and they're like, you're not a man unless you had an STD. <laughs> you know? and I was like, I'm not a man, like, man. Never yeah, I was like, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> what did they do back in the like 50s and si- my, my parents, my dad was born in 1946, for example, right? So what did they do in the 50s and 60s if you had like a or 70s or early 70s or whatever it is, right? When you had an STD, a big massive needle had to go into get, your schlong. Into your, oh. yeah, it's like, it's, you know, that's going to make you a man by getting a big shot from a needle. But they apparently, that was... That was right modern technology to the, you know, yeah, you I was know, like, can you believe are, this? We could just, <laughs> there are right, different rites of passage across the world. Some people put their hands in like those bullet ant gloves. Some kids have to like jump off of high towers. Your dad's day, it was getting an STD. That's, you know, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. But we are scared shitless of that. Do you want to get, oh, get that? No, no, I am terrified <laughs> of STDs. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of that. So uh, henceforth we are. So because of that, we are having a lot less, Scamp 900 says getting rotted in the army was a badge of honor. I don't know what that means, and I'm not sure I want to know what that means. The injection. That's what he's talking about. Is that what it is? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what, like those those soldiers like, yes, I slept with this hooker over here and my dick turned green and almost (laughs) fell. Are we talking about love bugs? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no, I take that back. Hank Strange has given me an STD. It's downstairs in the safe. I haven't yeah. shot it in a while though. Right, but that was a I gotta, gun. <laughs> I got to whip it out sometime and, and take it for a spin around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flapping Garbage says he uses a BiPAP. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, Richard Hughes says, I'm a man according to Hank. <laughs> Not a thing of pride. <laughs> don't fear the silver bullet, Hank. <laughs> yes, I fear it. But see, but okay, so in my, you're a little bit, you're younger than I am, babyface. But see, I grew up in the 80s and AIDS was not a joke. No, it terrified people because we didn't know what it was. Yeah, and Society it killed didn't people. Know anything and it killed you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I've had, I have friends that died from AIDS. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, Joshua Manning says, do crabs count? Yes, if something like that happened to me, I am getting a man chastity belt <laughs> and just locking my shit completely, oh, <laughs> you know, but see, there's people out there in the world that are like, no, it's not. We have this, but guess what? Maybe in there, in my grandfather's time, you got an STD. You just died. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, it would yeah. kill you back then. You got like syphilis yeah. or whatever. It would actually kill you. But they probably didn't care. They were like, oh, I, I, I want to die. I'm tired of working. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, I get, you know, it's it's weird the way that the world is. And I think we have so much. And yet there's people like Russell Brand that thinks the world is in this world we live in today. That there's lots have, of things like, huh? I was just saying that some, we live in excess and it's still not enough for some. Yeah, we we are so well off in the world that we send doctors overseas. We send them to other countries to help people. We bring people here to America to get surgeries and things like that. I used Mm -hmm. to work at the hospital for special surgery on the Upper East Side. They did bone things. They would bring kids from other countries. Um, Like there were these kids that had severe bow legs and stuff like that. And they would bring them basically like they break your legs, they break the bones and then they reset it so that you're you know, that you don't have that bow-legged thing. And um, just lots of stuff like that. Those are very expensive surgeries and all that. There's there's a difference between charity, which is providing your services like that for free, and the government coming to you and telling you, you need to provide this service for cheap and or free. There's a total difference there. It won't be very good, though. I could tell you that right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, charity. I, I'm 100% on board with charity, and I if if I were wealthy, I would love to help as many people as I can in any way that I could. Yeah, and also the government will not be able to help people in other places. No, no. If if we have, they to. would have they would have a tough time helping people here. If you look at a we lot of countries that have, have social, well, if you look at countries that have social medicine, Can't. um, it's there's no motivation for you to become a doctor or a nurse or any kind of health care giver. If, okay. if you don't have a life-threatening disease, I believe the wait time in Canada is like up to six months for just regular care, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um, Keith Gregory says, hey, Hank. Uh, I can't find my little screw. ANA says, uh, flopping garbage says, ANA, killer crabs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. Let me show off my new gun, my new gun thing. Oh, okay. What do you got? So, as you can see, Shout out to Roll Call 219. Go ahead. I got got rid of the side folder. And instead, I put a Stormworks rail, which is drilled and tapped into the upper receiver. It's a little Mm -hmm. Picatinny rail down here. 
that's drilled and screwed in and affixed to the upper receiver. And then on that, I actually have, surprisingly enough, I have a UTG, which I know is a dirty word for some people. Um, it's a UTG pick mount that a uh, RMR goes on. Um, and so my only issue right now is it does, it raises your head a little bit higher than I like. Um, but my next upgrade, whenever I have the money, I want to get a Zinico uh, PT1 rail, which has the cheek riser on it. So it'll raise your head a little bit. But the nice thing now is the optic stays on and it closes at the same time. Because before the, the optic rail blocked the way of closing the rifle. So yeah. All around, um, pretty good. I don't, I don't like the, uh, I don't like the idea of a pistol optic on that. You know, these and things then are tough, man. It's been on this gun since uh, for what six months now, and I've yet to have an issue. So okay. I would love to break it. You know me, I like breaking things. Yeah, I would love to see if we can find its breaking point, but I haven't yeah, had any absolutely. issue. Yet. Okay, all right, cool. Um, let's see. Rodney Brady says uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach got shut down a few years ago to crabs. <laughs> <laughs> uh arm and access yes it is it is actually affixed to the top cover and the nice thing about uh so um, hinges open yeah so it's it's stable in the front so the reason you don't do the reason i don't like doing this for a top cover on a regular ak is the whole cover comes off and you lose zero this it's permanently affixed to the front you're not going to lose zero at least not for the ranges this is this is a CQB rifle. This is not for 200, 300 yards. Yeah. So the further I don't understand why made, you need more than iron sights on that thing. Because you can't see iron sights for shit in the dark. They're both black. And if you aim, you can't see crap. This gives you a nice big field of view. Okay. I love it. Um, so the use for this AK is nighttime shooting? The use for this AK is anytime shooting, including oh, okay. night. Okay, um, Razor JB says RMRs were designed for rifles, not pistols. So were they actually? That's what he's saying. Oh, I mean, so I don't know. I'm, it, not, the, I'm definitely not an expert on it. So the uh, so pistols are tougher on RMRs than rifles are. Um, pistols beat the shit out of RMRs because it's cycling constantly. Um, mm -hmm. the, rifles are super soft compared to a pistol. The yeah. only thing the only thing that's hard on an optic is like a fifty cal or a. Um, um, Oh God, what's it called? The Scar 17 I hear is terrible on, on yeah. optics. Richard Hughes says, just a laser. Why don't you just put a laser on that? A little green laser, you know? <laughs> I'll just duct tape it on the <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just harassing you. I'm just harassing you. Yeah, there's, listen, do what you what you need to do, what works for you. So, um, I shoot my AK naked, says it looks good, which it does. Good. Yeah, and it's nice and clean looking. Um, I wish I could yeah. find the screw mount so I could show you, but it's um, the rail is made by Stormworks. Um, yeah. It's basically just a little pick rail that sits into the uh, the welded section that the, it pivots the the uh, upper on, um, and then you drill three little holes and you put three little screws in. And I Loctited mine down, and um, I think it'll be fine. Uh, and if I ever take it off, you got three little holes that you could either plug weld if you needed to. Or I could probably get like a, a little filler screw and put it in there and, and close it back up. So I don't think yeah. it's a big deal. I think there's lots of people um, saying, including Razor JB, um, I carry my revolver in single action, says, yes, they were made for rifles. Razor JB says RMR type one was designed for rifles. Type two was redesigned to handle pistols. So. Uh, rifle mounted red dot. So that's what RMR stands for. Yeah. So yeah, it works right. and it works great. Um, yeah. 
the uh, I shoot my AK naked is asking, where is the B11 rail? I think it's on a boat in the ocean somewhere or maybe on a plane. Yeah. It hasn't you know, it's, it's transferred out of Russia and it hasn't hit the States yet. So I'm still waiting. Yeah. On you know, what's another horrible thing that I just realized? Some people are asking for going. You know what? We didn't talk about what we were giving away today. Oh, we have like man. 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we got to give something away. So, How do we do there's it? a whole box of stuff here, as you could see, that I should be giving away. And I'm going to give it away. Give it away today. There's a Tyvin hat in there. Armament and Axis just gave us $2. He says, no expert on this, Hank. Uh, you an expert on brony bag. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not an expert on that. There's a, a Geisley hat in there that I think came from uh, a friend, uh, Marco from gun websites who I was actually talking to yesterday or something. Uh, I'm pro choice uh, gun shirt also in here, uh, a bunch of patches and uh, stuff that you guys have seen here before, like Keltec stickers, patches. Uh, there's uh, um, the Brownell sweatbands and things like that in there. So we need to pick someone before we end the show and give this to them. I'll probably just give it to someone in the chat. Uh, let's find out. We should find out, Babyface. Take a look at the chat right now and says uh, uh, and some... see who has not won anything. And Razor JB says, R going on. Yeah, RMR stands for Ruggedized Miniature Red Dot. <laughs> All right, Florida Guns wants to know how many balls fits in that cup. <laughs> yeah, how many balls? <laughs> if it's Tyvin balls, I'm guessing not even one can go in here. <laughs> so <laughs> we need to figure out someone. So tell me right now in the chat, people watching this right now, who has not won anything and would like to win something? Um, put Say it right now. Babyface is going to look and see who's out there, and we'll find someone that this will go to, and we'll get that done really quick. Um, I was going to show you guys the uh, ATI Outdoors. ATI does sponsor the show. See the thing right there? Um, this is the Ruger 1022 kit that I'm going to put something on. Here, here's what I was going to oh, put God. on it to show my Gorn. Remember this, Babyface? Oh, man. Look at that. Integrally suppressed. Ruger 1022 receiver here with the trigger and all that kind of stuff. We need to slap that in this kit and make a um, and then a 1022. So let's see. Oh, here we go. This is how we're going to do it. If you haven't won anything. Uh, all right. So don't say that number I just put in chat. I just picked a number between one and 100. If you haven't won anything, stick your, your guess in chat. Whoever is closest... To it's the number perfect. without without going over. Do you want to do that without going over? Yeah, without going over closest. If you haven't won anything, let us know. We want to give it to someone. So if you're out there in the chat and you want to get this, just pick a number between one and one hundred right now, and we'll we'll pick someone from there. And you know who hasn't got it? Let us know. So I see lots of numbers going up there right now. Mm, I see some. Um, let's see. Let's see if anybody so, actually gets it. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see who's the, uh, the closest, the closest to that number. We still got yeah. 10 minutes, so. Yeah, Ooh. we've got a little bit of time here. Wait, do did we someone stop hit it? the number? It was, just, it was just guessed. Someone guessed the number? Who was yeah, it? Yeah, and he only, get, oh, wait, no, he guessed multiple times. You can only get one guess, man. You can't guess six times. <laughs> so you don't get it. You don't get it. If you want to guess six times, you would have guessed once, you would have gotten it. Oh, well, I still see now, every, now everyone's going to go back and look and see who guessed six times. <laughs> so, OK, babyface, whoever comes the closest to that. Um, let me know if someone comes close to it. We got one that's real close. You want to give it to them? They're one off. Uh, 
let's uh, let's we, we we still have a little bit of time. Okay. We still okay, have a little see. bit of time. Everybody's scrolling up right now to see who guessed a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. And what number did they but guess? If you if you already guessed, you can't guess again. You're done. Yeah, Babyface is a stickler for this stuff. Oh, yeah, you're done, man. You're done. (laughs) Uh, Florida Gun says (laughs) (laughs) 30-30. He said 309. That's not the number. Yeah, someone said 762. I don't know. 3.141. Oh, man, you messed it up. It's 3.141. It's not one seven five nine. I thought yeah, someone is very close. Someone's very close to it. I just saw someone's even closer than the person who you said was close. So no, they <laughs> what? No, somebody just went over it. No, I saw someone very close to the number. Uh, I already have. I don't one know. If they, I don't know if they. Um, here, I'll put who. I'll put who. Yeah, so I you saw. copy your name in. So you can look nope. for that person. Hey, nope. Without. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I thought they went over. I thought they went over, no. but you're right. You Without going right. over, there's already someone there that's very, very close. So, um, you, ready? you want to give it to them? Yeah. If you want to close it up, we can do that. Um, I think everybody in the chat has guessed a number by now. Yeah. So, okay. Go ahead. You can call it if you want. Uh, who is it? What's their name? Gun loving grandma. Is that it? Grandpa. Gun loving grandpa. The number we put in chat was 79. You guessed 78. Lewis 1911. If you would have guessed 79 the one time and not guessed like six numbers, you would have gotten it, man. But you guessed like 17 goddamn numbers. CB says for what item that person is getting all the stuff in this box, which includes like a Geisley hat and a T-shirt, a Hank Strange T-shirt, a bunch of patches, some stuff from Tyvin Show. So um, gun loving grandpa, what you need to do is actually send us um, go through HankStrange.tv and join the email list and send us an email through that and tell us your name, your address, that who you are, that you won something. And then Lola will get that out to you. She's being she's trying to put all of these together in a. In a <laughs> I edit myself a okay AK. Did you just assume grandpa's gender? <laughs> oh, I guess. I guess I did. So. Oh, Lola says that the people who support us on Patreon, she's going to give away stuff over there as well. So. So yeah, gun loving grandpa, you get some shit. You get a bo- yeah. box of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Does that typing cup glow in the dark? Because it looks like it should. Uh, I, I, not that I know, not that I know of. Um, it's it's not proof of the apocalypse, though. I have to say to you, it's not apocalyptic as, proof. Yeah, it um, it will cannot withstand an EMP because it's <laughs> plastic. I don't know. Tyvin might have made this with a special EMP proof uh, <laughs> material, for all I know. So shout out to Tyvin, by the way, for. Uh, helping us uh, give away a bunch of stuff. And we still, we have tomorrow, we have Wednesday. Um, then we're going to go on hiatus for a while, by the way, just so everyone knows. Wednesday's always our people, last day. Yeah, Wednesday's technically the last day. We are going to come back next Thursday because we have Larry Zanoff from Hollywood Guns, Hollywood Weapons, excuse me, um, coming on the show next Thursday. So we'll come back for that one day that we have Larry Zanoff coming on. 
Um, and of course, I'm going to be here working and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to put the show on a hiatus so that we can do things with the family and take care of all the business and all that. Um, and anyone who is going like if you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to miss the show. I guarantee you haven't seen every episode. So you can go check out the episodes you haven't seen <laughs> or you can go back and look at your favorite episodes. You know, or however you want to do it. Include me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can play games like that. Like, oh, I'm only gonna I'm gonna go back and just watch the baby face P episodes. Yeah, you get to see all me me talking so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am in every episode, so I I will probably win the shit. I think Armin and Axis wants to know if you're you got stickers that you're gonna throw in. He says he sent you some. I thought you used them all for personal use. Uh, from Armin and Axis. I haven't gotten those stickers yet because I don't have a key for the mailbox. Yet. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> I have to go get the key, man. Do you do, does nobody there have the key? Does Lola not have a key? Nope, nope. The last time the mail lady came here to the door and said, what is your problem? Why don't you get a key for this day? Because it's probably like, so you probably got like gun parts in there waiting. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I will get the key. That's one of the things I'll do while we're on hiatus. How about that? <laughs> there you go. I'll go get the key so that we can get the stuff out of there. So oh, that will be Lynn Holt heading to Dallas for Christmas on the way. Going to stop by the CMP in Alabama. Uh, I have been there. My M- M1 Grand came from the South store. Uh, pick me up. If you're going to be there, just go ahead and pick me up a crate of, uh, of 30 out six. It'll, uh, I, I'll love it. It'll be a great Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> a crate? What's it? How, how many rounds are in they used crate? to? They used to sell them by the ammo can, and I think it was like 300 rounds in an ammo can of like Greek uh, 30 out six. And that stuff is fun to shoot because it's full power military. Oh man, yeah. it's got a good kick. Richard Hughes says, Good thing the pizza came to the door. The pizza people couldn't even get in here. There's a gate here, which is locked off. <laughs> so someone had to go out there and let them in the gate, but you know they got in here. So thanks again for the pizza. Um, so tomorrow we're gonna do the giveaway of that gun, and then we're gonna be giving away a bunch of stuff whenever we come on. Even when we have Larry Zanoff on, we'll give away some stuff. And as Lola says, we're gonna give away a bunch of stuff to people that support us on Patreon. So, so, so we got a minute or two. Who's Larry Zanoff? Larry Zanoff is on this show called Hollywood Weapons. Oh, you got that guy? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's going to be a really yeah. cool night. Yeah. So that place that I went to when I was on the uh, Brownells trip that was a uh, um, ISS, Independent Studio Services. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones, they they uh, they put lots of things in in movies and TV shows because they're a warehouse and, they, and they have, they're a prop house. So they have lots of different props. So everything you see in a movie is literally a prop. The bed, the lawnmower, a hammer, screwdriver, that's those are all props. But they they also have a lot of guns. So um, I have a video out uh, on one of the uh, convoy videos when I was in L.A. And I met him and he's on a TV show, um, which is a really good TV show on Netflix called Hollywood Weapons, if you guys want to watch it. But he's a, a really cool, really, really cool guy. It it The stuff that they do is like... I think for any of us in the chat and the whole group, that's like a dream job. You get to play yeah. with guns all day. It's yeah. oh, incredible. Yeah. And if you have Netflix, please go binge watch Hollywood Weapons before he comes on. You've got it, Babyface P. You can binge watch yeah. it. You will like that show. Yeah, I'll go watch it. Yeah, it's a good show. He's a cool dude. And yes, you're absolutely right. He has my dream job. 
I would love that job. I'm basically bringing him on so I could figure out how to get that job. <laughs> so uh, I think that's going to be a fun show. So we're going to come back for that because that's kind of like the only day that works for him because he's always so busy, um, you know, making movies and all that. And he's worked on a bunch of different movies, by the way. I guarantee you favorite movies of people out there. So and we get to you, you get to ask him a bunch of questions and talk about all that. So. Um, someone's talking about the government shutdown. Uh, I don't know. Is the government shutdown official yet? How long do we think it's going to last? I don't know. These government, the, the, they, I don't think they'll be able to last that long. I wish they would shut the government down. Yeah, do it. There you go. Yeah, I'm We'd save a couple it. billion dollars a day probably if we did that. Yeah, I'm all for it. But the go- but the government will actually not stay shut down because the whole big massive government, they don't want us to think we can get along without them. Yeah, yeah, they can't shut down for that long. Yeah, because they, absolutely. they don't want people realizing that you don't need them. <laughs> no, exactly. They're not going to stay nope. shut down like you they, think. They so. don't want you to think independently and think you don't need them. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you know what? It's nine. I think we'll start wrapping it up here. Babyface, what, um, what stuff do you want the folks to know out there? Oh God, uh, go check me out on Instagram. That's where I've been most active. I've, uh, you know, what's funny is I've, I found that I really like using Instagram more than YouTube because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really good at making 10 minute plus videos, which is the only way you can really get algorithmized on YouTube correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Instagram is awesome. Like I can put up pictures and just short little clips of things that I'm working on, and it's that is how my brain works. It's just right. short clips back and forth. And video is very popular on Instagram right now. You can do a minute. So Yeah, yeah. So it is it is the perfect way to get to find me. So if you guys want to see it, it's uh, baby underscore face P on Instagram. Um, yes. Please check that out if you have an IG. Yep. Um, otherwise, it's baby face P on YouTube. I, I don't post a lot, but if you subscribe, you'll see whenever I put something up. Yes. David Cardinal saying the show is Hollywood Weapons. Not guns. Yes, it's Hollywood weapons, not Hollywood guns. Richard Hughes is asking when Neckbone's Instagram is opening. He he shares an Instagram with me. Um, I thought about making his own, but I, f- I fear that it would become more popular than mine. So uh, so did we you see that now. he used um, a thing of Neckbone. I did, and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Um, just just between me and you, uh, Richard Hughes used that. Uh, drawing that spencer did of me and that was a huge violation to spencer so we we got it worked out we got it worked out we had to pay royalties for that spencer we owed spencer royalties for that use yeah spencer was about to put the smackdown on someone (laughs) we got that whole situation worked out no one was seriously injured in the end what's it called jafari h is saying it's not on netflix it is on netflix yes it is (laughs) you say that but I'm uh, gonna go let's, right let's let's ensure that it's on Netflix. I, Hollywood, I it was Hollywood weapons. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Hollywood weapons. Factor fiction. Two yeah. seasons. Yeah, there's two seasons there. there. There's a new season coming out. Won't be on there. It'll be on whatever regular TV thing, and then eventually that'll get to Netflix. So there you go. So um, go look for that, guys, and watch that because we're going to have Larry Zanoff come on, and he's a really cool guy. Uh, I want to thank everyone for participating. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be here Wednesday. Wednesday is the last day. Until Thursday, until Thursday we will come on and do that show, and then we'll, we won't see you guys until sometime in the new year. But, uh, you know, have fun. We'll see you tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace.